0: what's up internet my name's nerdy and i'm
1: claruse and this
0: is your full book recap for the lord of chaos mm-hmm. book six mm-hmm. in the wheel of time take two we're so close <laughs> to being halfway there
1: i know well actually word count wise
0: word count wise, at 45 percent
1: we're halfway there
0: We're we, back. we were not in sync there. I did not realize that you were going to make a "we're halfway there" joke.
1: I mean, I, I thought that that was the only joke to make.
0: But that I was going to save that for next week, for or for the ne- at the end of the next book.
1: Wow. When we are
0: well, but even then we're not so really halfway had, there because there's a prologue. You had
1: a plan and you didn't tell me the plan.
0: I didn't have a plan. <laughs> I was improvising.
1: How are we doing, guys? What's up, Threk? Welcome back to the nerd table. Threk, thank you for
0: being me a member for eight dang months. Let's
1: go. All right, y'all. Uh,
0: this week's review comes from T.C. Taliafer- T- T- Taliaferro. T.C. Taliaferro. I hope I got your name right. Uh, they said, a TV show hater who loves your show, and the review is five stars, I don't miss an episode. So, you know, we're bridging the divide.
1: Yeah. Bridging yeah. the divide.
0: Between lovers and haters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
0: Uh, if you want to leave a five-star review, we will read whatever you wrote. Trust me. We've we've read some weird stuff we sure in have. this segment. So go over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review, and if you've left a review somewhere else, tell us where that is, and I'll, I'll read those reviews too. Spot, I, are there reviews on Spotify? I don't know.
1: I You know, I, I don't use Spotify. That's a great question.
0: Slickcheck wants to know how many times you change your clothes and hairstyle in a day.
1: Uh, that depends on the day.
0: That's true. Sometimes it's like 12 times.
1: Yeah. Anywhere between like 1 and 10. Yeah. But I am wearing the same thing and I have the same hairstyles I did this morning, so.
0: <laughs> I have no idea.
1: I don't remember <laughs> this morning.
0: Uh, now's a good time to bring up what you have to your left there.
1: Guys. Do you support the Dragon Reborn?
0: That's right.
1: The Karn?
0: The Karn? Let's go. The Car of Cars. You can t- be a Siswaya Mama Man. A, Swiss, a, a siswaya mommy by wearing the beanie siswaya of the dragon. A siswaya mommy. A siswaya mommy.
1: <laughs> Let's go. soralia
0: is a siswaya mommy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is
0: Avienda. Avienda is a siswaya mommy. I agree
1: with you. I'll that. go over to
0: fourth wall. Uh, no, nerdynightly dash shop dot Can one of our mods post it? In a <laughs> it's a hard link.
1: Making the mods work for
0: you? Oh please. They they have like I know they all have like stickies that they can just like copy paste.
1: If you go to Nerdy Nightly, it'll show up.
0: It's a high quality beanie. It's really dope. Uh, get your mommy beanie. That's what I should have called it. The mommy beanie. <laughs> I That's love that. so funny. <laughs> uh, and uh, just to get all the housekeeping out of the way right quick, mm-hmm. uh, this podcast is brought to you by Audible. What? Audible is a service that we are going to be using a lot in the next few weeks because we're going to be driving a lot.
1: True. It's
0: Audible. It's maps, right?
1: Uh, do people read maps on Audible? <gasps>
0: Can you imagine if if you go to Audible and you're like, I would like the map of Canada, please. And it just starts with first province, British Columbia. We start on the island called Vancouver Island in the city of Victoria. Why
1: are we starting in British Columbia? Why why no love to the East Coast?
0: Because we speak English. It is a left to right language.
1: Ugh whatever
0: <laughs> how do you read <laughs> father- are you reading manga are you out there being like all right to left
1: absolutely not uh father Jerusalem thank you for that super chat we are also happy to be back and here to talk about some some wells we can
0: finally talk about who won the battle of two well <laughs> guys I'm gonna lose my shit on you uh Vala Sadai thank you for that super chat as well Dang. rarely gets catch you guys live but I'm on my lunch break so yay interested to know what you guys I think was the biggest twist in the books so far
1: you know what this
0: is Biggest twist so far. That's a good question. Yeah. Um.
1: Biggest twist. Wow, well, I'm stumped. Was not expecting the Ashaman to show up and do my swells.
0: That was pretty huge.
1: That was, I think, the biggest one for me where I was like, yeah. oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, also, Sex Monkey, thank you for dropping the link. We appreciate um, you.
0: I ooh. I think uh they making Egwene Emerlin Am- a- seat the way that they did was a pretty big twist
1: the way that they did yeah that when-
0: I think that if I hadn't seen that coming if I hadn't like been like so on the she's gonna be the Amberlin seat this mm-hmm. book train
1: mm-hmm.
0: um I I also think uh Kyle being the first to die through the Ashraman portal that was a big twist.
1: Gosh, yeah. They killed Kyle. So rude no, of them. Was his name Ken? Ken. 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 Yeah, Ken was... Uh, Justice for Ken.
0: Ken's Ken's twist was uh was a big twist. Uh, <laughs> I, I like Nathaniel with a uh, bigger twist. Uh, Nynaeve's braid.
1: Oh, God. That thing must be, like, matted with how much she Ooh, pulls on it.
0: Joel Oliver brings up Ingtar. Ingtar was a bit. That was a good twist.
1: Oh, in, like, all of yeah, the yeah, books.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in all the books.
1: Oh, see, that's harder.
0: Um, You know what might still be the best twist in all of it so far? Is Pat and Fane. In what way? In, like, the the way that he's introduced him becoming this dark friend. I, I thought that the way but that like that was handled in the first book was really cool.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jason
0: Farley, thank you for that super chat. Uh, Nerdy, you are right. Rand absolutely won at the Wells. Thank you so much.
1: Yes. I know that I'm right. Correct answer. Because
0: I'm, I'm right.
1: Five points to Jason.
0: Five points (laughs) to Jason. Ingtar's a pretty big twist. That one's pretty good. Um,
1: Uh, I know. We killed Kenny.
0: We killed Kenny.
1: So sad. But we're uh, going to have to fix that.
0: Y'all, this is our full book recap of Lord of Chaos. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the way the full book recaps work is that y'all ask us questions in the Discord, and we answer them. And we have over 70 questions.
1: Swayamon.
0: The Tuk Tuk Swayamon's really good, too.
1: I like it. Well done. I still (laughs) want
0: a -a Siswayamami, though.
1: This is why, mommy. Yes, nah. absolutely. So
0: we're gonna get to the questions in the Discord because there's seventy of them.
1: Yes, yes, we are. Um, but a big thank you to those of you who stuck with us today. I know we had some problems uh, earlier, and uh, we're really excited that some new people are able to join us live in this different time slot. So we'll absolutely, come on in.
0: absolutely. Uh, we're starting with Colonel Sanders today. Colonel Sanders asked in the Discord, As our main characters travel around, we keep learning about the world and cultures. Which culture do you find the most interesting to continue to learn about, and are there any you would like to live under?
1: The Aiel? And no. No. Yeah. The Aiel are... Here's the thing. The Aiel were the most interesting culture to me at first. And the more time that we spend with them, the more they are still the most interesting, which I think is just great writing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, uh, like the mystery of like the sea folk and things like that is very, very intriguing. And I definitely expected the Aiel to be less intriguing the more that we learned about them. But the the opposite of that is true for me. So uh, the Aiel, I think for sure, hands down.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would not want to live under the Aiel culture. It sounds like a nightmare. Uh, another culture I would not want to live under is Ebudar.
1: Or uh, Kyrian. No, I'm not a fan of knife duels.
0: I'm not a fan of the game of houses.
1: No, that sounds awful. Um,
0: are there any that I would like? I would live with the Ogier.
1: Yeah. A
0: slow, peaceful life in the forest. That sounds great, that honestly. Sounds James awesome. Ross, thanks for being an arc. <gasps>
1: James, thank you, welcome in. But
0: the Ayel is definitely the most interesting culture. Although, Ebudar, I'm excited for more Ebudar. I'm happy, I'm happy for more Ebudar.
1: Actually, I'm excited for this, uh, that place that was, like, introduced, that, um, Grindahl had her, like, pets from. Starts with an S, and uh, there's oh, too many s-, s-, s words.
0: It's not Saldea. No, no, no. No, it's, um, it's the- Salami. Yes. Yes. Uh... What's up with uh, 10 gifted memberships? Holy balls. Thank
1: you. That's so kind. Holy man.
0: balls. Uh, Joel Oliver joined the discard this week just mm-hmm. to ask a question. We'll get your question unless you... was spoilers and you got deleted. Uh, Should sorry about that. <laughs> Andor seems chill. Andor seems the most, like, normal.
1: Yeah, I would be a most... farmer in Andor. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: You know what? I actually wouldn't mind living in Tyr. Because it's, like, anti-magic. Because, like, I don't really want to live around a bunch of magic. Um... But uh, it's not as like evil looking as the white cloaks are, you know what I mean? So it's like I don't have to worry about magic all the time, but like I don't feel like I'm going to be like inquisitorialized.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Shara, Shara. everyone's saying Shara. I wonder if in Shara, the like um, middle class people like. I wonder what their lives are like with this system that they have about the rulers every seven years. And if that actually benefits the people or not, I'm curious. I don't know. know. But that
0: whole, that whole marrying the next person every seven years, that, that makes me uncomfy. And I'm, I'm like a great leader and I'm very attractive. So I would end up marrying the queen. Like I would be the next king.
1: Yeah. And
0: so So I just, I would only have seven years. Like that seems rough. Well, no, I guess you get 14, right? Eh? You're like the king and waiting for seven years with the... yes. So I would get to have I would get to bone down with two different queens.
1: Yeah, not bad.
0: Fourteen years.
1: I'm just saying, not that's,
0: bad. <laughs> that's about all I need. Actually, I take it back. Yeah, I want to go be king of the Shara for fourteen years of queen. <gasps> uh, you know, great betting, and then uh, then getting just like knocked out of there. Great, hopefully painlessly. Hopefully it's just like a hopefully.
1: quick. Hopefully, oh my god, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Okay.
0: Uh, next up is breezy. Breezy asks, if Asmodian was still around, do you think Rand could or would have trusted him to teach the Black Tower? No. Yeah, no. No. I Here's the thing. Here, the, uh, the reason I think that Rand is able to trust Tame to do it and not Asmodian is that he... Rand is under the belief that he knows more than Tame. And I think that he would be scared of Asmodian teaching the Black Tower people, things that he doesn't know. Yeah. Um. I also think that Rand would never have let Asmodian be that far away from him. Yeah. And For so, yeah, and so I, th- I I don't think, even if he trusted him, even if he was still around, I don't think Rand would ever trust him far enough to leave him alone with a bunch of men who can channel and not think that they would, he would, like, tr- teach them how to break the bond that uh, Lionfear put on him.
1: Well, like, I, I breaking the bond, but also, um, with Asmodian, um... Uh, Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Oh. uh, I don't know. Asmodian being a forsaken, uh, they tend to be pretty uh, top tier manipulators. Yeah. yeah. And so having somebody like that in charge of your soldiers, if the loyalty is to that person and not to you, that can end up being a problem. So.
0: 100%.
1: Yeah. I don't think that the trust would ever go that far.
0: I think that same issue holds for um, Mazum Tame, though. I think I think him showing up without the, the symbols on his collar at uh Dumais Wells implies to me that he is like trying to put himself above the rest of them. Yes. And they yes. don't know Rand. Rand doesn't even know their names, right? So I think that there's a danger there of uh Majum Tame having the loyalty of those men rather than Rand himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Wildwood, thank you for that super wow, chat.
1: Thank you. Found you through the
0: Sandman reactions. Thank you for watching the Sandman reaction. Appreciate you so that. Much. Finally caught up to you. Found eye I the world during Desert Shield Storm. Love the freshness you bring back to it, and, and I enjoyed the love between you all. Uh,
1: <laughs> thank uh, you, nerdy for
0: Val and Luca or loyal. <laughs>
1: Loyal's I, already cast. Yeah,
0: and I like that he plays Loyal a lot.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I,
0: look, would I love for his eyebrows to be a little bit bigger? Maybe a little bit more hair in his ears? Yeah, but other than that, I actually was really happy with the Loyal performance in the season performance one.
1: The performance was great, yeah. But um,
0: I would love, I would love to be Valen Luca. That would be... And sick. just, like, give puppy eyes to Nynaeve. Maybe she <gasps> spanks me on set one day. Like, mm-hmm, come on. Mm-hmm. What man wouldn't go for that?
1: Ask her to mother your babies, you know.
0: She wouldn't be the first. Uh, actually, she wouldn't. I've never asked a woman to mother my babies. Before.
1: I, I was like, wait yeah. a second. <laughs>
0: that's uh, that's not that's not my kink. No. Yeah. No kink, shaming, If you're into the whole breeding thing, but uh, nah, not nah for me. <laughs> Eric Bylin, pick <Pinkback> that <laughs> super chat. Thank you so much for the super uh, chat. Yay. Getting like... to catch you live for the first time for one of my favorite sections of the books. I understand that. Very, very good section. Mm. Uh, love your discussions every time. Where would you rather have been? A grunt, Shido at Dumais Wells. Allied at D-Day or Rohirrim at Pelennor? <gasps> um, that's
1: rude. So rude. Um, but thank you for the super chat.
0: The Rohirrim.
1: What's the Allied at D-Day? Th-
0: that that means you would have been an American uh, on the, uh, Normandy Beach in France. In World War II.
1: Oh, that's would suck, yeah. But maybe then the you blank
0: would, look on your
1: Maybe if, I think I would rather be shot to death, I think, than <laughs> stabbed.
0: There are Canadians at D-Day. How do you not? <laughs> yeah, just, okay.
1: I don't, I didn't, it's wars and that. Guys, yeah, 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 yeah. I was too busy reading Aragon for the 30th <laughs> time to pay attention to uh,
0: I would, wars. I, I would honestly rather, I think being Rohirrim.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Going into Pelinor would be at least I would be the good guy. True. And I, it, like, I it's more of a situation of my skill against the enemy. D-Day was a massacre. Because, As opposed to like luck. Yeah, like guns, like guns. You just I, you either survived it or you didn't, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But like people, when w- any fight where men are just tossed into a meat grinder, which is the same with the Shadow at Dumai's Wells. Mm-hmm. There, it's a meek, It's literally described in the book as no, a meat grinder. No, uh,
1: Shido is at the bottom of the list, the absolute very bottom.
0: Yeah, so I would definitely, um, I would definitely go with the Pelinor fields. Also, I just want to be in room, guys. I'm so excited for rings of power. Honestly,
1: yeah, wearing the armor and riding the horse, like I bet that, that that would that would be fun. Yeah,
0: I am allergic to horses, so I don't know how well that would go if there wasn't um, uh, some like Benadryl or Zyrtec. But... <laughs>
1: right you're allergic
0: do you think that gandalf had like magic benadryl that he could have like given me
1: i wonder if they have allergies in the lord of the rings it's never talked about
0: i want that so bad i want to play the dwarf in the rings of power in like season three allergic who's best. allergic to the horse that he's yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. and so i'm just behind everyone sneezing the whole time uh valis said i thank you so much for that super chat i don't know what you spoiled but, Thank you for um, super chat, but we'll it's take the money. We missed it. Uh, we missed it. I did not. Read it.
1: <laughs> Thank you, sex monkey. This is why
0: we trust monkey. She's yeah. the best. Monkey knows. Uh, Clarice, have you ever seen Saving Private Ryan? No, I haven't. Really?
1: All I know about that movie is there's a guy, there's a guy, and he like stabs a guy really slowly.
0: Can I tell you a secret? What? I've also never seen Saving Private Ryan.
1: So reaction.
0: Yeah, we'll react to Saving Private Ryan. I've actually never seen it. Tommy Staniak, thanks for popping in.
1: <gasps> Tommy, hello. Look at that, an Thank IRL you friend. So much.
0: Thanks so much. I hope you're having a good day at work.
1: It was a good birthday weekend, so um, I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, let's
0: move on to this next question from Torvok which says, uh, how do you feel that nearly two, do- two dozen Aes Sedai swearing fealty on their knees to Rand will affect the story going forward, and can most or all of them be trusted? None of them can be trusted. No. Trust no Aes Sedai.
1: No. Yeah. Mm, yeah, no. The, like I said, I think last week, mm-hmm. or not last week, that was like three days ago. Um, Uh. I think that them being forced to swear fealty in this way is going to uh, just have a, a level of resentment. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: even more than what would have been. Um, especially because the Aes Sedai that arrived with Baron were there to save him, and, you know, Rand kind of gave him a big fuck you. Now, here's the thing. They can't count, right? They brought the wrong number, and, and, and like, they... they <laughs>
0: Um, did two dozen swear fealty? Wait, this says two dozen.
1: So we had the nine. But didn't only
0: the nine swear fealty?
1: Was it only the nine, or was it the other? Oh my ones god! Wait, are they
0: the nine? The nine. Are they the his pal- Nazgul?
1: Do they get rings? Does he give them rings that slowly overtake them?
0: Wait, 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 wait! How what? How funny a reference would that be? Is if Robert Jordan wrote in like the nine. I would love that. I, I think that'd be very cool.
1: Yeah, I think this is just gonna make the politics between Rand and the Aes Sedai just even more complicated, and so um, I think it's gonna, um, uh, I think it's gonna suck.
0: I don't know about that. I don't. I, I think that there might be an element of. The, I feel like this kind of makes Egwene's life easier. In a way, because Egwene is now put in a corner a little bit. But it's the corner that she wants to be in. Like, we know that Egwene wants to be on Rand's team.
1: Yes, but not to swear fealty.
0: No, no, and I I get that, right? But I think that from a political viewpoint, there's an element of Egwene wanting to be for Rand, but trying to figure out how to get the other Isoday on board, that those nine swearing fealty to him from Saladar... Uh, make it so that she's put into a corner that she was already trying to lead the Aes Sedai into. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, but I, you know when people are stubborn because they're forced into a thing, even if it was like the path that you were trying to lead them down anyways, and oh, then they yeah. immediately like balk? Yeah, I, I think that there's definitely going to be a lot of Aes Sedai who are not comfortable with this in any way, shape, or form, and yeah, they're, yeah. Gonna, they're, they're gonna they're going to be very unhappy about it.
0: Yeah, I just think that, it, I think that it pushes them in a direction that uh, they would have gone down anyway. So I think that there's going to be a lot of, like, protesting about it and some, like, pissy reactions. But I think that ultimately the, the, the value of this will benefit Egwene more than it hurts her. Yeah. And so on.
1: Uh, Bike Merns, thank you for that super chat. Um, I've got
0: to jump off to join a meeting, but cheers. I'll watch the rest later. Just sending support to one of my favorite channels. Or one of your favorites? But there's so many good ones. Uh, Y'all are the best. No, you're the best. Bike Murns. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I really hope his name
0: isn't Mike Burns. I hope Bike Murns is just like a random thing. No, I love it. I I love it. I love it.
1: (laughs) All right. Wheel of Time Fan Edit asks... Let's go. How would you adapt the wolf communication to screen? What would it take to have we come hit with the right impact?
0: I have, I, I've thought of this mm-hmm. and I, I was know like, you have. I was like, okay, how can I, how can I like direct, hey, if I were, if I were the directing the episode, mm-hmm. how would I direct the we come moment? And this is what I would do. Okay. I would take, uh, our, our boy parent and I would put him in a green screen environment, unfortunately, cause I don't think there's a physical way to do this. Um, and I would put a, I would put the camera on a crane that can do a 360 spin around him. And I would start with the camera, like, I would do, like... So he's facing towards this way, right? So this is the front of him. Okay. And I would start with the camera on him. I would do a slow push-in on his face as he says um, they have cage shadow killer, right? Mm-hmm. And then I would start the spin of the camera around his body. So mm-hmm. it's looking at him. And then as it comes over his shoulder, we see this big wolf um, step. Basically, the background would be this... If you could turn uh, the hills into a Rorschach ink blot test, does that make sense? No. It would be like every time the camera spins around him, he's in a different section of hills.
1: Oh, yeah. So okay. it's
0: this like, it has this like dream quality where he's clearly in a similar place, yeah. but it's different from every angle you look at it from. Mm-hmm. So you take the camera and you spin it around him. And mm-hmm. then as it catches the first wolf over his shoulder, that wolf has like, like, um,. Uh, one of those like epic voices, right? And we have the first we come, and it yeah. booms,
1: mm-hmm. and then it's the... a blind seer. Yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The camera passes around, and you just see parent as it comes back around to parent's face. Uh-huh. He is not happy about it; like he's clearly concerned, uh-huh. and he protests. And he's like, no, the, we've got this. It's going to be dangerous for wolves. There's going to be Aes Sedai, mm-hmm. whatever the wolf word for says. is. And then we see as the camera keeps panning around him in the circle and it never stops moving. I think that if I was to direct Teller and Riyadh, I would have the camera always in motion in Teller riad Riyadh mm. so that the world feels a little bit jiggly. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then as we do this second pass, uh, once Parent starts protesting, wolves start to appear around him walking I out see. of shadow into this inkblot test. Right. And we come around a second time. He protests. We protest. We hear the first wolf say we come a second time. Mm-hmm. And there's a, like a chorus of echoey, very faint we comes from a bunch of other wolves. Mm-hmm. And Parent protests a second time. He's like, no, no, no. You've got to understand there's... Aes Sedai, we will take this over. I just need you to help me get there. Mm -hmm. And then as the camera gets behind him the second time, you just see this legion of wolves. They've been Mm -hmm. slowly popping into existence. And you hear this resonant we come, right? To which the camera pushes in really quickly on Perrin's back. Mm -hmm. And as that happens, we see him sit up in bed. And so it's this seamless shot of him waking up. And the camera keeps its motion so for just a second, the camera is still moving in the real world like it does in the dream world. Yeah, yeah. And then it stops for the first time on his face. Yeah. Completely still. And we just see sweat and fear in his eyes.
1: I love that.
0: Right? and I, so, love, the,
1: I love the idea of making it happen in Teleron Riyadh. So yeah, yeah. That you can actually, like, physic- physicalize. That's the right word, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the wolves and the <clears> the <throat> appearing and, like, the movement of that. Mm -hmm. Uh that yeah, wow, that's really cool. (laughs) I like it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I just I've been thinking about Teleran Riyadh and like how you make that work visually a lot. And I think having it sway, like almost like it almost like the buildings are they're there, but like if you were to like boop them, they would like jiggle like jello. And so you give like all of Teleran Riyadh this like very real world look that is just slightly in motion in a weird way that makes it off-putting.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, that would be rad. I I love that.
0: Yeah. I I just, I love love Teller and Rued so much, and it's one of those things where I'm like, I really want them to do something more with it than they did in season one, Mm. where all of those dream sequences are just like a cabin. Yeah. And like, and and a forest. They
1: were much different in book one anyways. Yeah. Like, I I think that Teller and needs to evolve and grow. Mm -hmm. Um with like with the characters and the series so uh, yeah i think that that's fun
0: yeah sg says like seen through a heat haze uh that's a good point i think a fun way to do it would be to use the technique that um zach snyder and i'm not one to like name check Zack snyder positively very often i know so but the the thing i loved about army of the dead was the the focal length of the lenses that he used allowed for Vegas to look as hot as it does when you're actually in Vegas. Mm. I thought it was brilliant. The way he used the lenses to give the appearance of the heat of the desert. Yeah. I, I loved that. And I yeah. think that that would be another technique that you could use to really give Telerin Riad a, a slightly shifty look to it.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. That sounds rad. I, guys, I got nothing to top that. Yeah, that's how, that's how I would uh, do it. Great. You win.
0: Yeah. mm yeah. Father Jerusalem says, Wolves, we come. Perrin stares at the camera like he's on the office. <laughs> Suddenly there's blinds and he's looking through them into the camera.
1: You're like, what is happening?
0: Um, we're back with Breezy again. Uh this is uh what do you think the moral implications are of Rand making the I said I swear a blinding fealty oath to him? Was this warranted or was he out of line? Uh we've already answered the first part. But yeah. do you think that Rand's uh response was warranted?
1: Um, considering what he had been through just then Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I think it is the right way to do it? I don't know. Uh... Oh, I think
0: he's in the right. I think it's the only thing you do in that situation. Rand has to Rand has to assert his dominance over the White Tower because he, he cannot trust them.
1: Yes, the problem is that everyone is going to be needed for the final battle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if you have the Aes Sedai who are rebelling against your, like, authoritarian, like, you're swearing fealty to me, then you are missing essential pieces that you need to win.
0: Sure, but but, but that presumes that they're not dark friends, which Rand can't possibly know, right? And so Rand cannot trust that they're not already dark friends. And so they have to either swear fealty to him or they're enemies, basically.
1: But a dark friend can still swear fealty.
0: Yeah, sure. But, like, it, there are consequences for breaking fealty, right? Like what? He'll it, it, kill you.
1: Sure, if he finds out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Um, I t- yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like, it's not like a, the one of the three oaths where you're, like, bound by magic, right? Like.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. But I'm saying, like, in that situation, Rand had to go, I am top dog. Because if he had done anything else, he would be showing weakness after he was just shown to be, to to have a weakness. Yeah. He he is literally not left with a single option in that situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This one, this one is so tough to me because I just think that like, it is going to negatively impact so many things.
0: But what, but what other, so my question is, is, if you think that it's complicated and that it's going to hurt him, what wouldn't have hurt him in that situation?
1: I truly, I don't know.
0: Like, I think that this is the strongest way out of that situation.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Because it looks strong to him. The Ashaman, who are more powerful than the than the Aes Sedai, are, it is more important, and this is the point that I'll make, it is more important for the people who already follow Rand to see him as the most powerful option, because yes, he, he does not have the support of the Aes Sedai yet, mm-hmm. but he cannot lose any support. And this way, I don't think there's anything he could have done in that situation except kneel to the Aes Sedai that they would have been happy with because they're up their own asses. True. But there is a lot of ways he could have lost the support of his people. And he didn't do that.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like even the Aes Sedai, like earlier in the book, when he kind of sends them away, you know, the uh, Aiel, sorry, are like, you handle them well. Because no. they're, they're not...
0: Mulane compliments the way that he handles it.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the the I said I are just just kind of dumb.
0: <laughs> I I I no, I I think, you know, I, I agree with Mulane If yeah. Mulane says it's true, it's true. Guys, I don't agree with the wise ones. I'm not dumb. I listen to the wise no, no, ones no, and no. I do the what they say. The wise ones
1: know what's up. Yeah, the I and therefore did the right thing.
0: If Mulane says it was the right thing to do, is the right thing to do, that's the answer to the question. Um True. <laughs> Sean Ashamon. I know what that means now.
1: Oh, uh, Sean Ashamon, yes.
0: You have just been hired as Rand's therapist after being tortured, confined, and sharing brain space with Luce there and Telamon. How would you seek to address his trauma? Um
1: oh, boy. I don't know. I'm not a therapist <laughs> and I don't know techniques. Uh, I would I
0: would not address his trauma. I would be like, all right, uh so Tarman Gaydon is approaching and we need to deal with that first. But we can we can work on your trauma after that
1: no i would refer him to the best therapist that money can buy
0: (laughs) no i would just leave him in min's hands honestly i think the best thing for rand would just be a vacation with min like costa rica on a beach with like a margarita you know what i would i would take rand to an all you can eat like all 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 inclusive resort and like let him and min have fun i would keep avienda and elaine far away uh because they're both nightmares sometimes they're great i love them both occasionally nightmares
1: so your solution is a vacation
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Wow, that, that why
0: do you think we're going to Disney World in two weeks? I
1: know. I was gonna say, I think my that solution says... for my
0: own problems is vacation. I, I
1: think that that says a lot about us. <laughs> um,
0: Disney World, no, I would send Rand to Disney World. Come on, he or would have so no. much fun. He would have so much fun. Can you imagine uh... Rand riding Space Mountain? It would bring him so much joy.
1: He'd be like, what is this monstrosity? I think I'm just
0: really excited to go to Disney World. I I think we're so close. As Um, long as we just don't get COVID in the next week, we'd be so good. Sex Monkey says a swinger's cruise.
1: A swinger's cruise. That's hilarious. No, I would have him write letters to himself mm-hmm. every morning about what he wants.
0: Dear Evan Hansen, we've been way too out of touch. Uh, Jeff Dennis says Ken was Randall's best therapist. What now, Karus?
1: God damn it. Well. How did
0: we lose Ken?
1: Guys, Ken was like the most important person that we didn't know we needed.
0: Um, to be to be honest, Sean Ashman, uh, I uh I don't understand therapy. I've been in therapy a lot because clearly I have problems, but I don't really understand it. So I don't know what I would do. But um, yeah. we should we should do we should find a therapist who's willing to do a YouTube video, and we should describe what happens to Rand in Wheel of Time to him, and see what he thinks of the or he or she thinks of the situation or they. We, we don't know.
1: That um, would be so funny.
0: That would be a very funny video.
1: We'll pay them for an hour session. We and like...
0: I'll pretend, and I will talk through all of the things that happens to Rand as if they happened to me and see what the therapist says.
1: Oh my god. That would
0: be hilarious.
1: I think he would be committed. Yeah, uh, Like, I,
0: I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I end up... Well, yeah, if I was like, yeah, I have magic powers, <laughs> and I fought at do wells, and my friend Mazram yeah. Tame, who's not my friend because the voice in my head wants to murder
1: him. Yeah, that, like, that, that would be a... Uh... Yeah, that, that I I I think that you would not walk away from that. I think someone would knock at our door.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Father Jerusalem asks, on a scale of one to ten, how bad do you think the rebel Isadai are going to realize they fucked up by raising Egwene because they thought she would be biddable? Oh,
1: I cannot wait for the moment, mm-hmm. like her like gotcha moment. I I I oh, I cannot wait for it. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. Because you know they think that because she's young and 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 she's playing into the part so well. She's crushing it. And and that's what's going to be the biggest uh, uh, reveal, I think, to to these people, because Mm -hmm. she's playing into it. She's feeding into this idea that she's listening to them and she's scared and nervous and like trying to get help. Meanwhile, she knows exactly what she's doing. Swan is helping her and aiding her and like giving her advice. Um, But uh, ah, God, it's going to be such a good moment. if it happens honestly
0: if if or or the on the flip side maybe swan just like crushes it maybe they just crush the deception you know what i mean
1: just forever or they die yeah mcgideon is
0: free so like i don't trust that anyone from salad bar is safe anymore yeah mcgideon's revenge they should just name the book next book like look i know that this book is called a crown of swords uh, this is the most boring color yet for the books, but there's 14 books. Not all the colors have to be amazing. This book is called The Crown of Swords, but it should just be called Mogidian's Revenge. <laughs> it should.
1: Unless she doesn't get her revenge until the following book.
0: What? Uh, uh, maybe, but I think it's going to be faster than that. Um, let's go on okay. to... Um, uh, Sharon Scout asked, One of the issues with the first trilogy was the repeating plot structure splitting and up and reuniting at the end for a big battle where a new faction shows up and or the magical artifact of the book is used. I, Horn, Calendar. What do you think of the structure for the second trilogy from The Shadow Rising to Lord of Chaos? Do you think there's an overall arc across these three books or some thematic connection or repeating plot points? That was a long question, uh, and I didn't stumble over any of it, so I feel proud of myself. I'm proud Um, of you. (laughs) uh, I think that I prefer... The structure of four, five, and six? Yeah. On the men's side. And I prefer everything that happened to the women in one, two, and three.
1: Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah.
0: I think the storytelling for the women has been very inconsistent, mostly because the books don't seem to be framed around the climaxes of their stories. Mm-hmm. Like, Egwene a- a being raised in the middle of this book meant that that was kind of the end of a narrative. Mm hmm. And then a couple of things happen after that yeah. that are just like, they, they just happen. Yeah. And then even uh, um, Elaine spent all of Fires of Heaven just trying to get to Saladar. And then they get to Saladar and them being there didn't seem all that important other than they are now Aes Sedai.
1: Yeah, I, um, the books are about Rand. And they, you know, they are catered to Rand's plot points.
0: But like the situation in Ebudar really didn't end. It was just kind of like, next time... Yeah, in the Hall of Justice, uh, and so I think uh, I'm I'm I, I would like for women I, I would like for the women's storylines to feel like they are more naturally arced throughout each individual book rather than this like very long storyline for the women that will just kind of like have little endpoints randomly throughout the story yeah. while the the rand storyline is the like structure, um, and I think that the the thematic t- ties between the two storylines could be a little bit stronger at times. Uh, and they were strong in the first three books. In the second trilogy, it's a little bit um, haphazard.
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't think that it will change. I think it will always be centered around Rand's storyline. Even the book where it was centered around Perrins instead.
0: But there's a way to do that that ties the that that allows the women's stories to have like natural conclusions at the end of each book. Like this book, the last thing we see the girls go through in this book is they're like this Osra girl looks like she's going to be the important next step in our journey. Cut And you're yeah. like, wait, what?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's,
0: it's... Not, that's not an ending. It's not a climax.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I would have rather he ended it with them meeting Tylan. And, like, honestly, Nineveh and even Elaine's story sh- in this book should have ended before they go out into Ebudar. It should have ended with them sitting down with Tylan and meeting the queen of Ebudar and having this meeting. Like, that would have been an ending. But, like, this weird kind it, Like, it's like it trails off.
1: It definitely does. <coughs> it definitely trails rather off. Rather
0: than ending. Whereas, like... Uh, Fires of Heaven kind of had the same thing, whereas if you go back to um, uh, what was four? Dragonborn 3, Shadow Rising. Rising. At the end of Shadow Rising, you have the the end of Tanchico is this big thing at the same time as Emmons Field is this big thing. And so all of those storylines, and it's why I think Shadow Rising is still the best book in the series. Mm -hmm. Um, I know last week I said it might be Lord of Chaos, but I think it's still Shadow Rising because structurally, the strength of the crest of the climax through all of the narratives at the same time in Shadow Rising was so strong. Yeah. And... It it really just tied everything together at the same time and allowed some thematic arcs across all of the storylines to meet up. And I prefer that to this version.
1: Yeah, uh, what, but then that is in book four. That's not book one through three.
0: Right, but I'm saying that book four broke the structure of one through three. Like.
1: Uh, uh, oh, I see what you're saying.
0: I like the structure of four. And Gosh. I wish all of the books had more of the structure of four. Does that yeah. make me... You know, yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess I think you do have to like shake things up, especially when you know you're in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan Desora, welcome back to the nerd table.
0: Thanks much. No question, I can never come up with one that is not deleted as a spoiler.
1: <laughs> it's tough, I guess. But it. I
0: am in Orlando and can help find a place to stream if needed. Interesting. Oh.
1: I mean, we're gonna be at the Disney park.
0: We're gonna try and do so, it from our hotel.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're yeah, gonna we're try. Gonna see. If we'll see how the Disney Wi-Fi. Stick is.
0: around to the end of the show today to find out what the split is to be the first to know the split for well, other than the people in the spoiler chat who made it uh, for book seven. It's gonna <laughs> be fun.
1: Oh.
0: Um, yeah, I think I feel like I, I asked that question. Do you feel like you have anything more to add to that?
1: Um, do you think that, not? Not really. All right. Um. Yeah, but I, I do agree with you where I think that, which is why it's my favorite, that book four had that, um, everything lined up very nicely, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that was one of the weaker points in the past two books, es- yeah. especially last book, Yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh,
0: Karen Tavarin, nice, says, <laughs> now that you're about halfway through the series and have experienced events like Do My's Wells, any bold predictions about what the end of the series will look like or what some of the character arcs will look like.
1: Bold predictions from us? No, never.
0: Um, I think that it's going to end with uh, Rand riding a horse along a beach. And then he's going to get to the end of the beach and he's going to look up and it's the Statue of Liberty. But instead of our Statue of Liberty, it has a monkey face.
1: Kate? Okay. Kate? Um, you have
0: no idea. You have oh, sorry, an ape face. I should say it's an ape face. You have no idea what I'm referencing. No,
1: down. I thought that was for Sex Monkey.
0: No. Were
1: you referencing Merlin no. when Merlin shows up in its kind of
0: day? kind of like that? Okay. Anyway, yeah, no, I don't care. Um, it. It's Planet of the Apes. Don't worry about it. Uh, cool,
1: cool, 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 cool.
0: It's a spoiler for a 2003 remake of a movie. Um,
1: Great, I love that for me. Um... <laughs> I, okay, we, we have made some bold predictions throughout. I, I don't have any, like, extras. Why? Oh, what, to leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to do my nails later tonight anyways. Um, I know,
0: but you're brushing them off onto me. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I do think, I, I do still stand that Alana is going to die. Uh, but I think that that's not going to be for the end of the series. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you think Alana's gonna die yep
1: I stand by that that is my prediction
0: I think that Cad Swain makes it all the way to the end because we haven't met her yet and everyone loves her so I feel like Cad Swain whoever this Cad Swain woman is
1: yes no I spoilers
0: no freaking clue who this woman is I bet in the epilogue Cad Swain is there being like well done friends we won that's my prediction <laughs> oh. Got Pat Swain is in the epilogue of A Memory of Light. Put it in the prediction
1: book. My uh, my bold prediction is that um, uh, Rand fucks up so badly, mm-hmm. um, and uh, everyone's all fighting one another. That when Tarmon happens and then it's the last battle, he's like, ah, "We we need we need some allies." So he um, he goes through the um, the arches and he allies with the weird vampire elves and uh they, oh the
0: eelfin, eelfin, that
1: those thingy whatever the I, yeah pff.
0: they sound like legend of zelda creatures
1: they really yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And, I, and i don't know shit about them but i think they're gonna be at time and Gaten. that's my uh
0: I ooh yeah, yeah
1: bold prediction
0: i agree with well mm,
1: it's a lot of spoilers don't look at the chat right now
0: do i think they'll be at the final battle i don't know i think they're i think we're gonna spend some time in their world I think we're supposed to, I don't know if them, I don't know if they can cross over.
1: That is my bold prediction. Maybe
0: they're the ones that they have to go to to cure the taint. The elfin elfins are are like the key to the taint cure.
1: Cure the taint. Yeah,
0: like they have the like brush that can get in there and really like scrub at it.
1: They've got the like straw cleaner. You can't clean a straw without the specific straw. <laughs> yeah, cleaner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Gotcha.
0: Um. All right. That's our predictions for the end. Uh, Father Jerusalem asks which big ending. <laughs> Uh, has been your favorite.
1: I'm sorry, mods. So we will not bring up Kat Swain again because apparently people can't. All I said help was I don't know spoiling. who she is,
0: but I think she's in the epilogue.
1: I know, and suddenly Chat had to. Um, you guys don't spoil. <clears throat>
0: okay, of the big battles so far, which is your favorite?
1: Of the big battles, mm-hmm. I, I yours is Emmonsfield, right? Yeah. yeah mine okay. is
0: Emmonsfield. Okay. It's still my favorite chapter in all of these books.
1: Yeah. Parent's
0: per- what... battle at Emmonsfield. It's it is. Just because of how much emotionally is at stake and the way in which that story is told. And, and as much as I love the Ashman and as much as I love the Aes Sedai, I like the underdog surviving the day. It's it's the reason why Two Towers is my favorite Lord of the Rings book and movie. Mm-hmm. I love that kind of battle. And so I Emmonsfield, mean, it's just it is it is the ultimate in like just people banding together and being people as mm-hmm. a community to overcome this great obstacle mm-hmm. that I love. I, I love so much.
1: Okay. I, I think mine is tear mm-hmm. Be- oh, and, and the reason why it's, a, it's like a very specific reason. Be-
0: Wait, the, the sacking of tier or the, the, the fight in tier?
1: No, the sacking of, of Tear because hmm, okay. um, be, because Rand goes into Telerand without realizing it. Like, does this, oh, like, yeah, fight yeah. through, that we don't understand, and then we understand books later. And I just think that how that is done is, is, is just, it's brilliant. I think yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I really liked that one. I'm surprised it,
0: neither of us goes to Falma.
1: Fommel, I was what I was thinking about, but...
0: I, it's just, it, it's not really your favorite, right?
1: It's not really a favorite because I the don't The great hunt we... as a whole
0: isn't my favorite. Yeah, no. the
1: the great, like the horn, I I think will... I think will be more interesting later on. But in it's... book two, it was like, we got the thing so that we played the trump card.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of um, the change in Return of the King from the book to the movie. Because in the book Return of the King... Uh Aragorn and Legolas, uh the, the the ghosts basically help them get the ships. Yeah. And then they go down the river collecting all of the people along the river. The ghosts don't go all the way to Minas Tirith. Or not um uh yeah, Minas Yeah, Tirith. Minas Tirith. Yeah, uh yeah. the ghosts don't go all the way there, right? Uh and so when they get to mm-hmm. the fight, they bring like all of the river people to Minas Tirith, and it's more of this like humanity banding together thing, which I love. Whereas in the movie, you're watching it and you're like, Well, yeah, they win. They're Okay. They got
1: the ghosts, yeah. Which, totally fair.
0: Which ah. is, which is it's a very cool visual, but for me, it doesn't have the emotional hit.
1: Well, and I think it's really hard, like, I, we say, like, these are our favorites, but I think, honestly, all of the battles are really well done.
0: Y'all, if you keep commenting about the damn fireworks, I'm gonna buy a stone wall and a bunch of fireworks, I'm gonna prove to you that those fireworks would not have opened that damn wall wide enough. We're
1: gonna collab with Mr. Beast, because he's got the money, to build us a stone, stone wall and get some fireworks, And uh, we're going to prove this theory.
0: (laughs) Would one bundle of fireworks manage to blow up a stone wall? Today we find out with Mr. Beast. This video is sponsored by Venmo. Venmo is giving me a shit ton of money to be really energetic. Wow, that was That's a Mr. Beast video. Yeah. I I think it sounds like I'm making fun of him. I think he's brilliant. I think like Mr. Beast is, Jimmy's fucking.
1: He's great. It's insane. It's insane. But you are spot on. But
0: his videos are like, I feel like I did cocaine watching his videos. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, even yeah. his TikToks, his TikToks have more edits in them than like an hour long video that I make, and I just like.
1: You like how? I feel
0: like I'm getting punched in the eyeballs whenever I watch one of his videos, and yeah. yet I always click on them because I know I'm going to have a good time.
1: Oh yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Like it's he.
1: It's an art that he has perfected.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Um, where are you getting an illuminator? Uh, winter on the web. Uh, this is the real world where you can go to the American South. And people will just hand you fireworks. Like, just walk down the street. Yeah, you'll just collect them.
1: Oh, here there's like trucks. Yeah. You buy them off of blue trucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you need illuminator fireworks. I promise you, we have better fireworks than they do. That woman barely Uh, has matches, okay?
1: uh, I I actually wonder what's different.
0: Oh, hers are more dangerous than ours.
1: Yeah. So we would have to get illuminator fireworks. Hers are
0: explosives, and ours would be fireworks.
1: Yeah, see that yeah.
0: And that's where we don't mess with that. Uh you should also partner with Dude Perfect to see if you can get a coin to stand on edge. I don't have the patience to work with Dude Perfect. Their videos probably take forever to film and I, I would miss once and be like, well, I can't do it.
1: That, that's it. I give up.
0: <laughs> um, all right, let's move on.
1: I feel like Matt basically had like small TNT
0: <clears throat> to Skungy, uh who asks, do my as wells starts out with a large group of people attacking a band of Ice at I while they are shielding a man. Show also has a scene that is very similar to that. Thoughts? Yeah, they totally ripped off Dumais Wells poorly for um, episode four.
1: I think it's gonna be like poetry and rhyme.
0: You love quoting George Lucas to make me love you a little bit more. Yeah, um, I, do. I I do understand what they were trying to do with the Dumais Wells reference in episode four. I think that consistently the show has not been great at action sequences, uh, and mm. so I'm actually like. There's part of me that's like moving forward. Some of these battles, I, I'm I'm nervous about the show trying to tackle them, um, because I I don't like the action in season one pretty consistently. Other than uh, the Tigraine fight on Dragon Mount, I think was really well handled. Yeah. Um. But and I think the pilot has good action in it. Yes. But for the most part, I think the battle sequences in the show don't really work for me as someone who loves action and 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 combat and choreography especially. Yeah. And so I'm 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 nervous about the group fight. Stuff just because they're there, the way that the show has shot group sequences in the past has not been the best, yeah, in my opinion.
1: No, I, I agree with that. And and here's the thing I like the idea of what they were trying to do. Like mm-hmm. I said, I think the action and the actual <laughs> scene in the forest was not my favorite, yeah. But I think what they handled with Loghain and with the eyes that I shielding him. And those like in between moments and the aftermath of that, I thought was good.
0: The cave sequence was really well handled. Yeah, I thought all the stuff with gave Legev- in the cave and and the the visual of the way that he exploded their shield was I I really liked that. Yeah, it was more the, was the like forest. shaky cam Blair Witch project
1: running through the woods. Well, running
0: through the woods with where like
1: seven people. There was
0: no scale to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah where yeah. you don't really understand what the power is doing. It's just like blowing up the ground because near
1: people. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Me Monk, thank you for that super
0: Jason chat. Farley, also. Uh, Jason Farley and Me oh. Monk, both of you. Thank you for those super thank chats. You guys. Uh Jason Farley asks Speaking of fireworks, how excited are you for Min and Rand fireworks to finally happen? Very excited, especially on the show, oh because God, both it's... those actors are um, giving me bisexual panic. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: oh, please, you're not panicking.
0: I'm a little bit. Me Monk 100, uh, well, because we're going to react to season two, so the the everyone will see exactly how bi panicky I am uh, on video. Uh, memonk mm. 100 asks, uh happy end of book six. The Great Hunt is one of my favorites. I think y'all would appreciate it more on rereads. I have a feeling you're correct.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's this is gonna be the the way that we are doing this book club is like hard and fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and um I do look forward to the day where I can go back more leisurely mm-hmm. and um Yeah, really go through the story. Cause it's uh I, I love the way that we are doing it because it also is um I am more analytical of what I'm seeing, and I am able Mm -hmm. to kind of think ahead about what may or may not happen. Um, But um, yeah, there's great stuff in The Great Hunt. It's not like any of these books are bad, right? I think
0: I'm probably going to reread both Great Hunt and Shadow Rising before the show season two comes out to see what is separate from those books and how they congeal them into one season.
1: Mm, Mm -hmm. yeah because the way we're doing it as well the books are kind of like bleeding into one one another in my brain and so yeah having a refresher on like what is from what would be would be nice yeah
0: yeah uh all right uh asks in this book rand was all over the place his days filled with keeping tabs on all the thousand little things that demand his attention while also dealing with his love life kind of uh i added the kind of there i should say Uh, bouts of madness and the ramblings of ltt it's hard to call it a love life He's... Um, while dealing with his teenage angst about women, um, as they tease him mercilessly. Uh, how long can he keep this kind of pace and workload? What will his days look like in the coming books? I, I think he's going to get laid more often, which will be good for him. Uh, easing that tension.
1: God, I hope so. Yeah,
0: I, I do. I do think there's going to be more sex. Uh, and, um, so that'll be healthy, honestly. It's a good um, release. You yeah.
1: Know, you know, you got to have those moments to de-stress. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think that once he can get over it and admit to Min that he loves her, like, it's just going to help everyone. It's going to yeah. be easier for everyone involved. Yeah. Um,
1: Rand is is, is is burnt out. And yeah. not, like, with Cidar, but, like, just emotionally.
0: I think Rand is going to burn out, literally. Oh. Yeah, I think that he's going to, I think that Rand is going to, like, because the, I said I were unsuccessful, at some point in this series, I feel like Rand is going to get taken off of the board for a minute. And so I feel like the weight. that you think he's the,
1: gonna burn out of the power? Like,
0: yeah, I think he's gonna. I think there's gonna be a battle so big where he pushes so hard that it's like ran, he's out for like months, and like the good guys have to like run around hiding him from the world because he's like trying to recover. It's gonna be very in the in the vein of like all magic stories, um, uh, you know, Gandalf with his decaying hand in Book Six, like that that kind of like tropey story of the the wizard that like goes too far with the magic and it it hurts them. What?
1: Dumbledore. Dumbledore.
0: They're the same I was like, there's
1: only three Lord of the Rings books. There's
0: actually six. Lord of the Rings is six books. It's one book that is six books that is... That is traditionally published as three books.
1: Okay, that's fair. But
0: there is actual, the, the Lord of the Rings that's, was originally conceived I, as six books.
1: Yeah, I was just very confused about that. I uh, will, hey,
0: I will get pedantic to be right, okay?
1: Uh-huh. I know,
0: Dumbledore. But, like, that, it's a trophy thing of, like, the wizard who uses so much power that they have to, like, spirit charge for, like, three months in a cave somewhere. I feel like that'll happen to Rand at some point. Yeah. Uh, okay. Josh Timko, thank you for that super chat. Thank you
1: for the super chat. You
0: guys do pick up more than most people on their first read. It's because we talk about it for two and a half hours every week. It yes, helps.
1: that's why. Man. Um, Uh,
0: Taking notes, talking about it every week, and having chat clarify some things. I should have read your whole comment before I stopped to comment on your comment. Because you said the same thing. You did it. I said.
1: Uh, You nailed it. I wonder if Rand is going to, like, nope out by choice instead of being, like, burnt out.
0: Oh, he's going to pull a Luke Skywalker and go off to Octo? Yeah, yeah.
1: He's like, guys, uh, I'm doing my best here, and y'all suck. So, um... You do your thing. I'm going to go just enjoy the rest of my life, and then I'm going to die.
0: I would say that that would most likely happen if one of his ladies died, but because of how Robert Jordan writes, I don't think any of his ladies will ever die in this series.
1: No. Yeah. Well, I mean, Aviana did. Die? Yeah. When? She died and got brought back by Balefire.
0: True. Yeah, 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 yeah. So technically, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: she did die.
0: I thought you meant when he, like, was reviving her inside the igloo. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: well was she dead then because maybe she's died twice
0: well i i, I don't think that if someone performs cpr on you 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 were dead if they if you're brought back with cpr i don't think you were dead
1: really a lot of people disagree with you
0: do they who disagrees with me
1: it, you you're if you're dead for like two minutes before you start breathing again you're not dead so if your heart stops beating you're, you're still not alive yeah. until
0: until you are dead if you can be brought back from it you're not dead that is what Rafe said about the finale of season 1 and that's what I will hold to. If you if you can be brought back from it then you're not dead. I will hold that. Yeah. You're not dead until there's nothing that you can that can be done. What?
1: I don't agree with you. You uh... think that you
0: think that your heart beating is what makes you alive? Yeah. So then what if you're on dialysis?
1: Well, the your blood is still being pumped, whether or not it's your heart, but that action is still going. So,
0: so the your metric for life is blood movement.
1: I would say blood movement and brain activity.
0: Okay, but what if you only have one of those two things?
1: Then you're mostly dead. <laughs>
0: okay, uh, Doobie, thank you for that. So, uh, super chat, so many as uh, this at once. I I could destroy a house. Maybe Aludra, chapter forty, the Dragon Reborn. Look, I think that she meant that it would light the house on fire and it would eventually burn down. Okay. Of
1: course, yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for that super chat. Uh,
0: Jexel, is that Jexel? Some of the sometimes the the, the font colors. you can't read. But Jexel, thank you for being a nerd.
1: Thank you. Welcome to the nerd table.
0: I I will disagree about this forever. Guy, we have to move so much faster. We have so many questions. Uh. All right, we're going we're to gonna speedrun a couple of questions. Lord Mandu asks, you mentioned that the problems at the White Tower leave it right for producing Black Aja. How much do you think that this is the case versus the Black Aja cultivating the problems over the century? I think this is the problem anytime you have too many women in one place for too long. Um,
1: <laughs> wow.
0: I'm kidding. That was a joke.
1: Hashtag cancel nerdy. <laughs>
0: fucking cancel me, okay? I would love to be canceled. Do you know how good it would be for my brand to be canceled?
1: That's true. You get more popular. No
0: one... No, canceling hurts... Nobody, except uh, like sex offenders. Like if you're canceled for like a crime,
1: but, and like, people are like,
0: if you're canceled, you just end up in the news, and then when you come back, more people watch your shit.
1: I know it's bullshit. Yeah. Um. Do you think this is case? Uh, sorry. Okay. This.
0: Do you think that the 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 tower is ripe right for um black Aja because of the Black Aja in in making it that way or that it just naturally kind of ended up there? Oh. I think it's complicated because like we hear from like fear that she took her vows before she went to the White Tower. So I don't think, I I don't know. It's complicated.
1: I I think it's definitely a mixture of both, right? You You can have toxic people that aren't Black Aja, right? Toxic and selfish people, but like who like won't, you know, sell their soul to the Dark One. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, yeah, that one is, is just a cultivation of so many things. Uh, the Black Hava Aja obviously make it worse. Yeah, yeah. For sure, but, like, the, it's not solely because of one thing.
0: Uh, all right, Bedbon Balefire, Mazram Tame, Davram Bashir, and Leanne Sharif. Who's Leanne Sharif? What? Leanne. Yeah.
1: Swan's uh, Keeper?
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: This fucking guy, Merlin, welcome this to the Sharif nerd table. This Sharif threw me off.
0: I'm not going. Merlin, thank you for joining the nerd <laughs> thank table.
1: Thanks so much. Uh,
0: please tell Morgana to stay away. Um, Mer- uh, who's the other one? Morgana and uh, huh? the fucking Mordred? kid, Mordred. 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 Mordred can fuck off too. Um, De-
1: okay, depends which look. Which- okay.
0: Mordred can fuck off too. All right. Okay, guys. Unless he's hot, then like, <laughs> what's up, boo? um bed bond balefire this one's easy for me you bond davran bashir right that that's consistency that's going the distance that's that that's a man you want to be with for a long time you yeah. bed the shit out of leanne
1: because mm-hmm. she's
0: fun but she will cheat on you and then you fucking murder Mazrim tame like loose there and tell the voice in your head tells you to
1: the only thing, okay, I, I, that is where my brain went as well. But the only thing about Leanne is like, would Leanne actually bed you? Or would Leanne just lead you on for 17 years until you finally gave up?
0: Look at me. I'm taking that woman to bed, okay? I'm going right. to show her a good time. You're a
1: better flirt than I am, that's true.
0: I'm six foot four. I got broad shoulders. Leanne will end up in my bed. It's going to happen. She can hang off of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I have you.
0: Like that, that would be a fun threesome. You, me, and Liam. Let's go.
1: That would be very fun.
0: <laughs> let's go.
1: I want one of those dresses. <laughs> Honestly, though, the, yeah, Bashir is is just a fantastic character so far. I definitely bond Bashir for sure.
0: But yeah, Mazram Kame is either going to go mad and kill you, or someone's going to come to kill him. Like it's just too complicated.
1: Or the reason he staved off the madness for so long is that he's forsaken in disguise.
0: Yeah. Or he just, maybe it's really just that you just have to masturbate the taint away, like get it out of you, and Mazrim Tame is just, just like a seriable masturbator. Yeah, oh god, yeah, On just anywhere. Like airplane bathrooms. Mazrim Tame jacks off. Canonically.
1: No wonder Ren hates him. He's like, I don't know what it is about that guy, but I don't like him.
0: So Id versus Ego asks, with the ending of the book, what sort of outcome do you want for Galena? Also, who's worse, Galena or Gawain? is worse. What? What, what? is this? Gawain is, like, a little bit... How dare you? Gawain is wrong, but Galena is evil.
1: Yeah, Gawain has made bad choices because he loves Egwene and his sister.
0: But, like, he actually has good intentions. Galena (gasps) legitimately wants the devil to win. Yes. What comparison is this?
1: Yes. Uh,
0: What do I want for Galena? I want Galena to end up stilled and, like, living in, like, Emmonsfield. Just, like, just miserable...
1: Yeah, yeah, I think, yes. Yeah, Hoeing it future. up on the
0: farm. You know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, like, with a literal hoe, not, like, being a hoe. Well, I don't want to, like, force sex on a woman. That's not my interest. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. That's...
0: But, like, a little bit of hard labor. Yeah. For wanting to, you know, for yeah. wanting to murder humanity.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, guys, nerdy is great calves, so I, th- I think Leanne could be persuaded.
0: They're thick. Yeah. They're like, trunks. Yeah,
1: I don't understand the Gowan hate. I really don't. I think he's...
0: To be fair, we there are eight more books
1: yeah but like
0: and a prequel which i don't think he'll be in
1: no no i don't think so
0: yeah galena's evil and Gawain is just uh is he's just a skater boy who said see you later boy
1: god uh wheel of time says have the wheel of time books made either of you cry yet if so when um we've talked about a few of these as they've come along Mm -hmm. you've definitely cried a few times
0: yeah yeah oh uh what was on that what was on that got me it was um the moment that Swan, Swan was healed, re- healed and re- remembered the her pain bond. of her warder dying, yeah. that one, that that hit me hard.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That was rough for me. That was the most I've cried. That that was the hardest I've cried at these books was the Swan moment. Yeah. Um, With Gareth Bryan. And Gareth, the way that Gareth Bryan like softens to her in that moment mm-hmm. in particular. Yeah. I really, really like, I was very emotional that night because of that.
1: Yeah. That one was, was great. Yeah. Um, have you cried? I kind of like teared up once, but I don't remember when it You
0: was. don't cry as much as I do. And you also like, I feel like when you read, you get very like intense and you don't, I feel like you like kind of like shut off. Yeah. 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 There's like a wall between you and emotion when you're crying.
1: When I'm reading.
0: Heron finding out his family is dead. I definitely was, like, emotional at that. I didn't, like, full on, like... I, I was, I was like, near tears on that one.
1: I think that was when I teared up, actually. Because I was like, I think it was in book four.
0: Owen was pretty brutal. But I, I, I like, rolled, like fat tears when, the, for the swan moment.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. think I got teary for for Perrin, but that was about yeah. it.
0: But the swan one hit me because it reminded me of my grandfather's death. Yeah. And so, like, there was, like, an extra connection. I, I, I can't, like, relate Perrin's moment to anything that happened in my life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whereas the swan moment, I, like, it took me back to a moment in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And that was... Yeah,
1: yeah. no, a, a thousand percent. Yeah, I, I don't really... Um, I don't really cry at, like, a, a lot of things, and especially reading, because I just kind of, like...
0: Monkey asks, does she do the serial killer face when she's reading? Oh yes. No, yes, she does.
1: I, guys, it's just my normal face.
0: It, but it is the I, I We all know what your serial killer face is.
1: It's not... Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: She's actually... Guys, uh, this is a good time for us to announce. Uh, Clarice is going to be in the next season of You on Netflix with Penn Badgley. So, uh, don't
1: I wish, don't I freaking wish. No, uh, guys, I, I like have always had a problem with like a resting bitch face and I've tried, you
0: know, shut
1: your face. I've tried really hard to fix that. But like when I went to like college, teachers would be like, yeah, you just look like you don't want to be here. And I'm like, it's just 8am and I'm tired, but I do really like dancing. Like
0: weird. I had a similar thing where they were like, Hey, David, shut up. We get it. You have thoughts. Keep them inside. <laughs> uh, Wheel of Time... Oh, no. Uh, Wheel of Time fan edit asks, with six books down, how does the Wheel of Time compare versus other fantasy and other fiction you've read? It's definitely the longest thing I've ever read.
1: Uh, it's not the longest thing I've ever read. Because um, I read the Warriors books, and mm-hmm. there's like oh, no. 50 of those. T-
0: to be fair, I did read all of Animorphs. So I think Animorphs was probably longer than where we're at now. Gotcha. Even though it's much shorter books.
1: Um... Uh, at comparison, this is definitely so far one of my favorite series of all time. Uh, yeah, I love fantasy. I this, like, this is, this is my brand. Uh, and, uh, I, I, yeah, I really like it. I am, it is hard to compare because most things that I've read are, are much shorter.
0: I don't read a, I, like, this is probably my favorite long, f- brand, long form fantasy series that I've ever read.
1: Yeah, I don't really think Anything I that's rend- over
0: like a trilogy. I think that anything more than a trilogy, I think that this is my favorite.
1: I mean, yeah. It's tough. Like Aragon will always hold a special place in my heart just for what it was and what it meant to me like growing mm-hmm. up. Um
0: and Aragon is basically like nine books because inheritance is like six books long. You
1: could take somebody out. You with could that take out book. a
0: car with that. You know how some people put a brick on the gas to get their car going? I use inheritance if I want to ghost drive my car.
1: <laughs> uh- oh
0: my god <laughs> uh dashiva asks we didn't have a big confrontation or battle with any for spa forsaken in this book mm-hmm. yet we got to meet a handful of them through a- different povs where are your thoughts about the insights we got of their personalities goals locations etc um i feel like we talked a lot about their locations when we met them throughout the series throughout the book but uh what do you think about their goals because right now their goals are nonsense to me
1: they all want to be nipples
0: they all want to be the nipples yeah
1: And so, uh, yeah, I don't don't, like...
0: I have a problem with a lot of series like this where they say, like, the Dark One's going to end the world and then give us control over the world after it ends. And I never get what that is. No series has ever given me, like, reason to understand what that goal means to them. And so I just have to go along with the idea that it is what they want. But, like, here's here's my thing. If all of the humans are, like, in this shitty situation where the devil's there, what does Graindall get out of that?
1: She gets to be powerful. Like, she gets to be I know, but worshipped like, and acknowledged. If there and... aren't
0: people that, like, worship her.
1: Well, no, there are, right? The, the Dark One wants to just, like, break time. And have control over everything endlessly
0: yeah how is that going to lead to humanity flourishing in a way that Grindel will have people to mess with
1: oh they won't flourish
0: right so then what then so then but but this is this is always where my question boils down to is like what becomes their joy
1: so basically the forsaken uh they get i guess like a call from the dark one and Mm -hmm. the dark one's like hey yo i'm going to ruin everything i'm gonna fuck shit up Yes. Uh, you can either burn and, uh, you know, die and all that with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Or you could come chill with me. Just like eat some good food. Why and, would you uh, have assume that that's going to
0: be chill though?
1: Well, you don't, but it, you, uh, people will take the option of something over nothing.
0: Yeah, that's the, but see, that is the point where I, it, that's where it becomes hard for me to relate to what they want. Yes. Right? And, and so I just, I'm always kind of like, Sure, you can live in a world, a lawless world. I guess that's fun. But Mm -hmm. like, you don't really get to like be among people, which is the joy of
1: life. For some people. Mm -mm, For
0: healthy people.
1: Well, no, there are people who are like reserved and withdrawn who don't see other people very often.
0: I, I'm not saying that, like, you have to be, like, with someone every night to be happy. I'm saying no, that, like, no. co- connection to other... We are a social creatures. Like, connection to other people is the point of life, right?
1: Yeah. Technically. Like,
0: the, the every single study done on people who are kept in, like, solitary confinement says that it is the worst thing you can do to a human. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just...
1: I guess there's a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah not a people person, don't want to interact with anybody ever, but the, but that but they don't actually do that. That's not true.
0: Oh, no, no. Only wanting to interact with the people that you want to interact with. I understand that. Yeah. Having a small circle. I have a small circle. I'm mm-hmm. not a huge group person. Mm-hmm. You know me. I have some very close friends who I would take a bullet for, and then everyone else is everyone else, right? But I whenever whenever a series is like in the apocalypse that this evil dark lord who screams in my head and causes me constant pain causes I'm gonna be the nipples and that's what I want and I'm like sure good good for you I guess we're gonna stop you because that's a hellscape I'm just saying it's I think I I think that in every version of this story Mm -hmm. where there are bad characters saying like the dark one is gonna give me eternal life in the world of shit that he creates Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah but it's it's power in a world of shit
1: well and it is the problem with a just evil force yeah right it's it's the same thing kind of um like with like lord of the rings with 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 a lot of high fantasy stuff it's like this is the thing that's evil yeah yeah. and it's just evil and it wants the evil things and it wants to do evil stuff yeah and there's not a lot of depth to that right like
0: yeah Sauron is the same thing I'm like what does Sauron get out of winning
1: he gets to be number one
0: right no no I get that but what does he get out of that and that that's the question that I wish more of these series would tackle for me Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like really get into like I understand what Voldemort gets out of winning because Voldemort doesn't want general mayhem he wants wizards to rule and he wants to rule at the top of that Right. Right? But, like, I can understand what Voldemort wants. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to be... I'm not, like, relating to Voldemort. But in terms of, like, why these wizards who believe in wizard supremacy join up with the strongest wizard who believes in wizard supremacy, I can always understand that as a villain to fight against. But, like, the Dark One is going to cause the apocalypse and the time is going to fall apart what does it mean to be immortal if there's no time? You know what I mean? Like those kind of questions to me are always difficult to relate to in terms of the villains being like people. And oh, I think uh, that...
1: yes. they, they are hard to relate to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's a thousand percent. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um.
0: Anyway, we should move on. I feel like we've tackled that, but that's mm-hmm. my feelings on that one's tough
1: Cause that one's like, that one's a big one. And that's just yeah. like a storytelling thing that we've all, you know, that is like a trope of, of fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, let's move on to... When you... If you look back at your notes and previous predictions, have any of them changed after this book? Um, thank you for that question, Wheel of Time fan edit. No? No, I feel like most of our predictions are the same. Cat Swain is going to be in the epilogue of A Memory of Light. I I called it.
1: Yeah, that that one's... The only things that have changed are, like, things that, like, we were wrong about. It's like, oh, that didn't happen, or this was different, or... We've also
0: made so many predictions at this point that I don't remember them all
1: yeah we've said so much shit
0: <laughs> uh Leanne asks uh how do you feel about the talents where some aren't tied to channeling tree singing and dream walking things like that and those that are tied like uh talent for healing uh same goes for talents that can relate to challenging uh channeling I up. what oh sorry I I don't know I I like them I like ta- I like the talents
1: um, I think it's fun to have a world that is that is built off of the one power right mm-hmm, yeah, It's yeah. like it's like people in like modern day believe in uh, like spirituality and like energy in mm-hmm. a sense right that it is a, in everything and all of around us and I almost think of the one power in wheel of time to be that kind of thing where it is. It is, it is everywhere and it is all around us. And you have people that can at will connect to it and see it and feel it. Mm-hmm. But it is inherently a small part of all living beings, right? Yeah, yeah. And so how that manifests just ends up being different, right? For like the Ogier, they can like sing to trees. um, And, and that's how it, it manifests inside of the, those specific Ogier. Um, and then there are people that can channel. They have this at will ability... And to, to be able to to sense it and and be close to that, whatever energy is like holding the universe together. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah.
0: I like the talents. I particularly parents. Parents is the coolest to me. I like the I like that Wolf <laughs> Brothers a thing.
1: The Wolf Brother thing, I I just want like a whole series of that.
0: It's a fun twist on where the werewolf idea, and yeah. I do enjoy that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I love it.
0: Um I think that the talents that are connected to channeling are weirder mm-hmm. almost, which is strange. Like I kind of prefer when the people who like like some like Egwene being a Dreamwalker and a Channeler is weird to me. That's like two. That's that's not fair.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's um, too OP. You can't have both. Yeah,
0: you can't have two things. Uh, but I do. Uh, that's kind of a joke. I I I actually like what it's done for Egwene's character, other mm. than obviously the naive moment in Book Five. Um, yeah. So yeah, overall, I, I like the talents a lot. I think they're interesting. I would like to spend more time with people who have different talents. I think. Um,
1: I hope we see more talents. Like, I I, yeah. I hope that, you know, the sea folk people, there are some people that they have who have a, a Who can, like, breathe underwater. That would
0: Aquaman! Be I always bring it back to Aquaman. That
1: would be rad, actually.
0: Faisocan asks, Given that Lan is basically absent from this book, and we really haven't seen him since Moraine's death, how do you think he is processing that, and how will it affect his arc over the next few books?
1: Oh my god, Lan is gonna be fucked Well, he that- wasn't
0: a man of many words before, so I think he's gonna be pretty quiet for a minute, and then I think him and Nineveh <laughs> will bone down, and I think he's gonna talk a lot.
1: I don't I, I don't think he's going to like be with any for a while. I think he's going to be very much like no I'm I'm not I'm bad for you. And I
0: don't know. I feel like by the time they see each other again cuz I think Ebu Dar probably goes through the entire next book. Like I don't think Landon and Nini The whole will... thing? Yeah, probably.
1: Okay. I don't, but
0: um I don't know.
1: I feel like that's just a lot because we're already kind of halfway through that story. Well, I guess I say halfway. Well, no, I but
0: the Saunchan are going to attack and then it's going to be a whole
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like, I don't even... I The bowl might happen in, like, the first half of the book. Because I think they have to fix the weather. Otherwise, like, all the crops are just going to be dead. And it, it just gets to the point where it's like...
1: Once everyone dies of starvation, it's like, okay, well, that yeah, one yeah. wins. Yeah. GGs.
0: But this is another case where I'm like, what does graindall get if the world doesn't have food? Like, does she not eat? The, anyway, we've talked that to death. Um, yeah. I think Ebudar like, I, I think Lan is headed towards whatever battle... I think the next book is three battles, right? I think that Rand versus Samael is one. I think that Elaine versus Aleda is two. And I think that...
1: Elaine versus Aleda. Or
0: sorry, Egwene. Egwene versus Aleda is two. And then Ebudar's Tenchiko, like Tenchiko 2.0 and Ebudar is three. And I think that those are the main three storylines of the next book.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Because I think we have to deal with the Samael of it all. Like there's a whole army just kind of sitting there waiting also, I hope we find out who fucking killed Asmodian.
1: Yeah, that would be uh, nice. Oh Could my you god. Imagine like like that's. It's in happens. memory of light. No, like, but but you get the end of the previous book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay, the new one's coming out. The yeah. new book is coming out next week. I'm gonna find out who killed Osmodian, it's gonna be great. You get to the end of the book, and you still don't get to find out. Like
0: I'm I like I genuinely, it is the worst, it is the worst cliffhanger. Ever. I, I don't yeah. like it. If, yeah. if it wasn't the very last thing in that book, I I would feel differently about it. If it had like happened at a random point, but because the book ends with it, because it makes, because Robert Jordan made such a point out of that death for it to just barely be mentioned for an entire book feels so bizarre.
1: Mm-hmm. I think, um, Aludra killed him.
0: Unless you've read the books and then you know who killed him. It's like, okay, sure, Robert Jordan.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think um, it's Aludra. I think she put some fireworks.
0: No, um, I, th- I still think it's Demandred.
1: I don't fucking know. I, I don't
0: know. Although, no, it can't. I don't. If it was channeling, Rand would have felt it. If it was channeling, it was Rand
1: would have felt, felt it because it was just too close. Like, because he didn't go that far.
0: Robert Jordan killed his Moody. And that's, you know what?
1: He did. It's like
0: my good. joke. Uh, someone on TikTok was like, who, who did this? Or who's responsible for this? And they were pointed out a photo of like Anakin and Vader, like Anakin becoming Vader. And that, my response was, "It's George, Lucas. Who, it's George what, Lucas." What do you mean?
1: Obviously, Jack. So thank you for the super chat. Where in the story would you add a sudden zombie outbreak? Oh God.
0: In the sun, in the land of the Sanchen, where they can go deal with that instead. Yeah,
1: of... I was gonna say across the across the Narrow Sea. Across the um, Narrow Sea. Yeah, yeah, uh, on the other continent.
0: Um, uh. I think a zombie outbreak would be fun. It would be fun. And like dead characters come back. The problem is not enough characters have died. The only fun way to do a zombie outbreak in something like this is if you Blackest Night it like DC did and get like more rain comes back from the dead, land comes back from the dead, as Modin comes back from the dead, and they would like haunt Rand. It would, it would have to be like in Teleron oh for it God. to like not break the whole world and destroy the series. Yeah. Uh, but there would be a fun way to do it. Uh, Uh, thank you for that super chat.
1: thank you. Robert
0: Dren loved teasing fans at book signings for many years, books about who did or didn't kill Esmodian. Well, that's great to know.
1: Yeah, I did hear that. That's fun.
0: It's just one of those things like...
1: I wanna know! I I wouldn't have
0: minded it so much if Rand was more concerned about it, but there was like one throwaway line in this book about it. Well,
1: because Rand is like... And I don't know why Rand
0: isn't obsessed about it.
1: You ran away. I know, the
0: Forsaken escaped. Obsessed, like, like, Rand... What is he gonna do about it? Rand obsesses about literally everything else. Rand has spent three books huh? worrying about these fucking letters from Elaine and a forsaken escapes. And he's like, he probably escaped. Never talks about that it. That sounds
1: exactly like a human being. Oh, yes. This problem that has probable consequences for everybody. Whatever. But the woman that is hot and wrote me a letter. I must agonize over every word.
0: I disagree. I think that Rand has an anxiety condition and he should be having anxiety about this as well.
1: Uh, I don't know. We're moving
0: on. We have, babe, we are, we're only halfway through the questions. Okay, all right, We have to go faster. Um, Breezy asks, (laughs) uh, which character must be protected at all costs at this point? Min. Yeah. Which should be bailed out of existence? Galena. Uh,
1: uh, uh, Alana.
0: Fair. Uh, Breezy asks again, with all the effort Egwene has put into learning dreamwalking from the wise ones, how do you think she will react to finding out that Perrin has learned so much with a wolf as a teacher? Oh,
1: I cannot wait to have an Egwene Perrin reunion, um, mm-hmm. especially, like I said, I'm, I'm re-listening to The Great, uh, not Great Hunt, to Eye of the World. Yes, you are. And they spent a lot of time together. Yeah. Um, uh, and in
0: the season one, they spent a lot of time together.
1: Well, yeah. And with the wolves and everything like that. And I really am looking forward to the moment where Perrin is open about the wolf thing and Egwene, I don't think she will be because she's a little shit most of the time but uh, hopefully opens up about her dream walking stuff and that they can like compare notes and figure it out.
0: I think Perrin is going to get lost in the wolf dream and Egwene is going to go rescue him from it.
1: Oh. At some point, like
0: book like 12.
1: Like you think Perrin's going to be like that guy he saw? No, I
0: think he's going to get lost in the dream, not in the real world. Like I think he's going to go full wolf dreams, chasing Slayer or something. I going to
1: say, what if Slayer ca- uh, catches yeah. him? And I think
0: that Egwene's going to have to go dream walk and save him uh karen taverin asks what do you think of ogier and fighting now do you think we will see loyal fighting anymore after that carnage of a fight yes out of necessity yeah 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 Uh, loyal loyal is going to talk a lot about how he hated the violence and then he's going to pick up his axe and do it anyway
1: yep and that's the thing is when you don't want to throw it away anymore Mm -hmm. that's when that's when you need to be worried
0: uh, Colonel Sanders asks, now that Mogidian has been freed, what do you think the consequences will be? Who do you think she targets first? Ooh, who's first? Uh... I think she's gone for a while. I think, I think that the first time Mogidian strikes at the girls, we won't know that it was Mogidian. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't think that just because they captured her and kept her locked up for a bit that she will not be the spider anymore. I think she immediately goes back to her old tactics. And I think that we will see negative things happen to our girls. And then we will later find out that it was Mogideon in hiding.
1: Mogideon. That that yeah, that makes sense. Cause she she'll never be the one to put herself in, in immediate danger. Especially because she's had a taste of being like adomed, like of being yeah, yeah, yeah. um captive. Right? She's I think she's going to be very careful who's she gonna target first.
0: Probably Nynaeve.
1: I don't know. I feel like Nynaeve is the one she wants like the most. And I think she's gonna have some like crazy elaborate plan for Nynaeve. So sure. I'm gonna say not Nynaeve.
0: So then maybe Bergit then? She'll go after the non-channeler first.
1: Maybe Brigitte. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, alright. Uh Power Guy asked, if you had to pick a contemporary song as a score for Dumai's Wells, what would it be? Oh, oh my god. Uh the Arcane song.
1: The Arcane the uh, yeah
0: oh the misery and then on the uh oh the misery you know that guitar butt? yeah yeah. that is the explosion of the shido
1: imagine dragons everybody wants to be my enemy
0: and there's just shido exploding oh
1: the misery everybody wants to be my enemy oh my god Eh that's good that's that is not the vibe that i was thinking at all but i i like that
0: yeah i think it'd be fun and people are just popping to the beat mm. <gasps> i feel like you you could choreograph Aram's sword combat to the rhythm of the i wake up to the sound Ba, 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 da, da. I think that would be great let <laughs> oh, the body set the floor is good
1: that's so funny oh my god I don't know any like
0: oh um uh, rob zombie um <clears throat> bird through the witches and <laughs> just because no, 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 it's no, about like like, uh, like graves and witches and Sedai.
1: okay 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 yeah. Yeah. trying to think i don't have i don't I don't listen to music mm-hmm. so I'm like what wh- how contemporary does it have to be?
0: No, you know what I want?
1: What?
0: I want... Ashaman, kill. And then it just needle drops in Miley Cyrus. I came in like a wrecking ball. And it's just... You watch the rolling ring of fire killing all of these Shido as you just hear Miley Cyrus. I never hit so hard before.
1: It's raining men. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh. We didn't start
0: the fire it would be fun. It's a little too topical though. It's a little too real world. Oh, 99 red balloons. What you know when it kicks into gear and it's like 99, bitch nits-ka nits-ka nits-ka, nits-ka, nitska 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 as you watch like people just popping like red balloons.
1: Oh my god. Blood. No. 99
0: red balloons. Okay. Uh next question oh is god. Sharon Scout says, how different is spoiler, Calliope's imprisonment in the Sandman versus that of McGideon, apart from the fact that McGideon is a bad person, they're both imprisoned and tortured for ideas, and that one is for personal gain, and the other is for the greater good. I think that the difference is that the choices for Nynaeve and Elaine are imprison her or kill her, and the choices for Rory are imprison her or don't be a bad person.
1: And let her go.
0: But Calliope isn't like going to murder anybody, and McGideon wants to... Help the apocalypse happen. Yeah. So they're di- they're they're different. Now, granted, I'm not advocating for imprisoning women. I want to be very clear.
1: No, no, no. But you're right. But the with, situations are different. With Mogadian, they don't have because if they let Mogadian Mulgideon go, Mogadian's just going to come back. Uh, is going to hurt people. If
0: I had been in their situation, I would have cut her head off personally. But now I now that she's
1: free, she's going to be an even bigger problem.
0: I don't live in a fantasy world where people have superpowers, yeah. and so I don't have to worry about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. truly. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, they're very different in in the sense that Mogidian is a terrible person who they they cannot afford to allow to go free. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Uh, Matthew Huff in the chat actually asks, who's the stronger dreamer in the end, Perrin or Egwene? Uh, I think Egwene, because she can channel. So she has an extra toolkit tell in Teller and Riyadh.
1: Yeah, I don't really know about this whole like strengths in teller and Riad. I don't really know what that means.
0: And Perrin doesn't seem to like be able to influence the dream as much as Egwene can. Egwene can like change her clothes and shit.
1: Yeah, change her clothes. She can bounce around. Perrin she can always seems to be making dreams. Yeah, Perrin just uh, chills out.
0: I think Perrin's just hanging dong in the dream world. So although honestly, if Egwene saw that, if she came up on Perrin, he's just hanging dong. I think she would be so distracted. He would win that fight. Yeah, she'd be like, oh my god, that's a trunk. It'd be like that TikTok. Whose horse is that?
1: <laughs>
0: um, Smithis asks, why do you think Dumais Wells is so well known in both the real-time community and the fantasy community? Ooh, it is, it manages to be gory and like disgustingly violent without being written in a way that makes it obliquely adult and unadult. And, and like, um, inaccessible, inaccessible,
1: younger audience. And yeah.
0: so it it's, it's the level of gore that is mixed with a, uh, a, like a PG 13 quality of writing. Yeah. And, and so it becomes accessible to a large audience. And I, I also just think that in terms of like battles, it is, it it is the kind of gore that you want from Lord of the Rings, but you don't get because of the way that Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah. It's definitely horrifying. But only if you really take a moment to actually think about it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, no, I think that...
0: And then the line of humans exploded is... You don't have to think about it for that long.
1: No, I guess. But like you said, it it is easier for younger readers to just, like... For it to not be so, like, descriptive and, like, graphic (laughs) in that sense. Like, I mean, I don't know. You watch, like, cartoons explode, right? Like, it's, like, you, you... yeah, it's not written in a way that I think is, like, R-rated. Um...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I also think it's just, I, I think it's the, I think it's the beats of it. Like, I think that you have the, the it's basically a fight told in five acts. Mm-hmm. And each of them have a, each of those five acts has a cool moment. And so it's just, it's well written. I, I Honestly, at the end of the day, I think it's well written. <laughs> And so it's iconic because it's it's well done.
1: Yeah, and the, the scale of it, right? Like
0: Yeah, and it's, it's big enough to warrant it. It's
1: big enough, and yeah. we know Robert Jordan is really good at writing battle scenes. Like, mm-hmm. he just gets it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, there's a lot of, like, war stuff that you can read in other books that is maybe mm, just not as good, right? He knows what he's doing.
0: Also, and I will say this, marketing is great. And Duma, the badlet Dumas Wells sounds cool (laughs) it's easily accessible right oh my god something happened at Dumais Wells whereas like the Battle of Emmons Field it sounds a little normal world okay like the Battle of Emmons Field could be a battle that took place in World War II the Battle of Dumais Wells sounds like a dope fantasy thing it's like Helm's Deep right like all of the battles that I feel like you remember always have like a really cool ass name yeah um
1: they also The, the, the Battle the of Blackwater lines. from Game
0: of Thrones, right? Like the name yeah. of that battle is cool.
1: Having those iconic lines where people can really be like, whoa, like yeah. at a moment, right? You know, even if the overall thing is well written, well thought out, all of that, having those individual moments that you can remember mm-hmm. makes such a big difference because it's really hard, especially on your first time reading a thing, to remember... All of it. But but Ashaman kill, so easy. Having moments like that, that you can pull out to be like, "Whoa!" is, is, I think makes a world of difference. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, Silent Miss asks, which character would you follow under their leadership into battle as a citizen? Min. I do what Min says.
1: Min. Most Uh, of the wise
0: ones. Um,
1: I'll do, I'll do anything for Min. Honestly, I would. Soralia
0: could make me do anything.
1: (laughs) If I, if I had to like be in battle, like if I had to Mm -hmm. fight, Uh, Matt. He's the lucky motherfucker like oh Swan Swan
0: yeah if I like if I like met Swan I'd probably be like especially if it was the ac- the actress I'd be like yeah what what do you mean to do
1: what uh, whatever you want I'll do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine
0: uh underscore underscore asks what is the most impressive achievement in Lord of Chaos? Rand getting I for to swear fealty, Ashamon trouncing the Aiel in battle, Nynaeve curling curing stilling and gentling, Egwene becoming Amulen Seed or other. Actually, this goes back to the what is the biggest twist? Nynaeve figuring out the, the 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 cure for stilling and gentling. I think that's the biggest twist in the book so far.
1: The biggest twist?
0: Yeah, that's the craziest, like, oh my that's possible moment that yeah. like I didn't think would ever be possible. I oh. thought that was like a hard line, much like that you can't cure death. That that being, a, that being a line that they crossed back over was a surprise to me.
1: I thought that... I, I thought that Nynaeve would, would cure it. Yeah.
0: I think the most so. impressive achievement there is Nynaeve. Because... Egwene doesn't do anything to become Emerlin's seat. True. Rand getting the Isidatis for a fealty is because he has 200 Ashramon there. And the Ashramon trouncing the Aeol is like people with magic fighting people who don't have magic. Yeah. It's like when Rand says that he's not going to get into a sword fight with What's-His-Face because it would be like fighting a child. Yeah. So I think that Nynaeve is the most impressive of those four things because of the fact that it's one person accomplishing a task that was deemed impossible, mm-hmm. whereas the other three are like either a group achievement or like... A, a Gwen doesn't become Emeril Seat. A bunch of people think that they can manipulate her, and so they make her Emerlyn's Seat.
1: There Seat. The, there is a fifth option, which is other. And I have to say... I find it that I find it very impressive mm-hmm. that uh, that uh, Galina managed to capture Rand.
0: That was so lucky, though.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah. That I was like, oh, oh wow, this is how we're doing this. Okay, like that one to me, I was like, you got lucky. You had some good planning as well, mm-hmm. and like there, there was a lot of manipulation there and like sneaky, underhanded stuff that I was like earned in a sense i obviously it's bad <laughs> yeah, yeah but like i think that they earned it right they went there with a plan and like they were aided a little bit by luck especially with the whole like t- traveling thing but uh yeah they 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 really got what they wanted in that moment
0: all right we have a couple of uh oh actually we have time fan edit asks which forsaken are you most looking forward to seeing more of from and why uh demandred demandred is the one i'm most curious in because he seems to be the one at the top
1: he seems to be the one at the top, and he also seems to be the one that we know the least information about.
0: Also, I well, like I like that he is he wins in this book, I guess.
1: Yeah. Like he goes to
0: the Lord of he's like, didn't I do great? And the Dark Lord is like, yeah. So like that's interesting to me. I like a villain that like is competent. And it seems like Demandred is competent. Oh, and us, is it Simmerhage that's in the White Tower?
1: Yeah, I was she gonna say um Samaraj is one that I think is just super fascinating because she's like, I don't care about being the nipples. I'm just, uh, I like to be here.
0: I also think that like being pleasured to death sounds fun. So.
1: Uh, no, does not sound fun. I'm funny. down for that. No.
0: If I'm going to die, I would like to die orgasming.
1: I guess if you're going to die.
0: Like if I had to choose, I would rather have like just came like 17 times in a row.
1: <laughs> sounds exhausting.
0: It sounds better than dying of like prostate cancer. I like, guess. Like all the men in my family, like. It took my grand It took my grandfather like 10 years to die of prostate cancer. That shit was miserable. I guess. I would rather just have some woman quick. be like, all oh, the orgasms, and then I'm like done, you know? All Death right. by snoo snoo. James Ross gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have a couple of bed bond here. Storm D asks, Landfear, Mogideon, or Graindoll.
1: Uh I Balefire Mogideon. Don't trust her. Nah. She's also just kind of like. Doesn't really have a spine. Yeah, um, Balefire McGideon, you mm-hmm. guys. Balefire Mogidian. Um, I would um, uh, bond Landfear because you know if you bed her, she's gonna come after you and bond you anyway. Or
0: she'll like kill any woman you sleep with after her.
1: Well, exactly, and it would just kind of like avoid all of that yeah, nonsense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would bond Landfear and uh, bed Samiraj. I the
0: experience of it. Yeah, I think that's the right... I, that is correct.
1: That is correct.
0: So, wait, no, this was Graindle, not Semirage. Samaraj is the next one.
1: Oh, I was reading... I think Sorry. it's the
0: same either way, though. I would bed Graindle as well. So, like...
1: Yes, no, the in same both, stands.
0: In both of them... Yes. But, okay, so if you had to choose, you have to marry one of the two, then. So we're saying we're both going the same way for both of these three. Would you rather bond Graindle or Samaraj? Bond
1: Graindall or Samaraj? Yeah. Uh um Semmirage, just because she doesn't really seem to be like one to use compulsion stuff.
0: If if I if I was with
1: Graindall, I would be like, is this me? I don't know.
0: See, I'm going semirage because that woman's a doctor. That one's gonna she's gonna have a good job. I can be her stay-at-home husband. She's going to make money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's got a of career. Course. Of course. graindall wants to, like, be, like, a, a stripper in the circus. And, like, that's fun for a bit. But when you would talk it We're talking marriage here. Of
1: course. You marry
0: a fucking doctor. And then you <laughs> go to, like, the Maldives on vacation and shit. That sounds uh-huh. great.
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mines! Well,
1: thank you so much for, thank for, that, for that super, super chat. Thank you for the super chat. When
0: and how will we see Ship Captain again? I
1: think in this next book. I think in Abu um, Dar. Because the Sanchen are going to be there.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to see him... Um, Bent over, uh, giving us a new definition of peg leg with, uh, Yen in behind him. Uh, and, uh, no, I think, I think, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he's going to end up in Ebudar with the girls.
1: Uh, he's going to be like,
0: I did be dropping off that Adam in the ocean and they did be coming aboard me ship and taking the Adam and I'm so sorry, and Elaine. You nailed it. Yeah. Nailed and we'll it. see, we'll see again and in, again and being like, oh, he do be doing things. Oh, God damn it. I keep doing that thing. I'm
1: talking, no, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to, Yeah. Yep.
0: Those, his big shoulders have made me talk like him. Um, Leak825 asks, Rand set up a university to preserve knowledge. What one technology would you bring back from the Age of Legends? And what technology do you think would be invented, developed further on in the series? I think that steam engines, I think we're going to, I think they're going to build a train.
1: Yeah. That's literally the one that I was thinking yeah. of as well.
0: Um, But what, what, what thing would you put into there from the Age of Legends?
1: Electricity.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Yeah. Or like you I know, want the like, showings.
0: I want the helicopters.
1: The Yeah, yeah. those are cool. on oh, here okay, here's the the first thing. The first thing that was plumbing. Plumbing. Please, oh yeah, yeah. Please get rid of chamber pots and bedpans and all that stuff. Just uh God, I love toilets. Toilets. Toilets are great. That I would love be the so one much. thing that I would bless onto Rantland.
0: Toilets.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um Cole Sanders asks, Colonel Sanders, uh, now you've seen some of the how the White Tower politics work. Uh, does the deposing of Swan in secret make more sense does it change your opinion of the posing no not it still really. doesn't make sense it's dumb mm-hmm. it's so st- it, like the fact that how all that went down makes no sense
1: yeah I'm still iffy on that
0: yeah I don't like it. yeah J- just because I I've seen more of it I, I but like y'all you know I don't like the DI politics yeah I'm not a fan
1: they're kind of nonsense but I think but they're written in a way that you're like oh yeah this sucks and yeah. I see how everybody is fucked because of it
0: stormy asks which villain do you hate the most right now what do you hope becomes of them right now probably galena
1: do i hate the most yeah galena galena yeah yeah
0: what do you hope becomes of them i like i said stilled and farming in Emmonsfield. yeah yeah uh turvok asks now that you have listened to a good chapter of the audiobook oh no not farming in Emmonsfield. working for days congar in Emmonsfield." I think that that should be her punishment. She should be stilled and have to be Days Congar's assistant for the rest of her life. Yeah. Uh now and, and then like her punishment is that she has to help heal other people. Um but also she has to do with Days Congar, so like it's like literally her worst nightmare.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh now that you've listened to a good chapter of the audiobook, what do you think of the voice acting during Dumai's Wells and epilogue? I think the voice acting in they're, the, great. they're great. I think the way they pronounce words sometimes drives me crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, hate Tarvalin. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, Tarvalon
0: sounds fantasy. Tarvalon sounds like something like my my southern relatives would name a child. Okay. Oh yeah, that one's Tarvalon Bradley. My aunt named her son Bradley, and their last name is Bradley. I have a cousin whose name is Bradley Bradley, and Bradley. I'm sorry to like be call like, you out, call you out like this, but you know we've talked about it since we were kids. His name is Bradley Bradley. It's like the least t- Him and his brother Tarvalin down there. Like, yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm.
1: Sorry, Sorry, Bradley. Bradley. Uh, He's
0: not going to watch this.
1: Yeah, no, acting, the voice acting. That would involve
0: him having to read.
1: Top tier. Wow. You, you know what? You said it, not me. Um, what do you think of the development? Oh, my God. Uh, this one's from Breezy. What do you think of the development of the Black Tower and the final appearance of the Ashman? You saw a reaction to it.
0: It's the best part of the book.
1: It was fantastic.
0: I freaked out. I was so excited to see the Ashman show up, Breezy. Yeah. Uh, Blue asks, how do you think Egwene and Aleda will respond to Aes Sedai kneeling to the dragon? Um,
1: no one's going to be happy about it. Yeah. I know you think that like that's where Egwene wanted to take everybody anyways. I, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think she's gonna have some really tough waters to navigate because of Rand. And because Rand now like Rand doesn't trust her and now doesn't trust her more because she's mm-hmm. nice guy and what he went through, they're like they're they're gonna have a terrible time. Yeah. Um yeah. I wonder actually, the moment where Rand goes mad, um, and uh from from was it from Egwene's uh her uh
0: I can't help but find no her I... accepted thing. Whereas okay.
1: When Rand was like, I never
0: would have. I never would have guessed that. Was when Rand was
1: like dying under the rubble,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think that they're gonna. They they are not gonna be on good terms for a while, and that that is gonna bring them together. Okay. That they are going That's to her. have to work together in that moment, while like Caimlin is falling all around them. That's fair. Yeah,
0: I could see that. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh. Oh, and also, I think that Alida is gonna throw a fit, and she's gonna
1: become Lady a nightmare. Is, yeah, she's already a nightmare, but she's going to become worse.
0: Uh, Juracon, uh says, with the return of the daughter of the Nine Moons spoken of in the epilogue, what are your predictions for who she is, what her role is, and how her story is tied to Matt's story, short and or long term? I think she's, you know, she's a Sanchin princess.
1: She's a Sanchin, yeah. Uh,
0: who might be the one that we met, but might not be. I don't know.
1: I wonder if she's like a princess or if she's like, um, um. I mean, n- not exactly like royalty, but is like a almost a uh, religious figure cuz like the daughter of the nine moons like the nine moons sounds like a very like spiritual religious yeah, thing sure. um, and so i wonder if it's going to be more that as opposed to being because we cuz it's not the empress right we know that the sanchen have like the em- has the empress and so yeah. The daughter of the nine moons, like, like I don't know how a princess works in the hierarchy of having, like, an emperor and empress. It's...
0: That's usually their daughter.
1: Is it usually called the, a princess? I thought it was, like, a queen and a princess.
0: Well, no, I'm not saying that, like, it's a, I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be a literal Sanchen princess. I'm saying that within, like, the structure of the Sanchen, she'll be the princess.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be some kind of, like...
0: I think it's going to be the Empress's daughter. I just don't know what the word for that is.
1: I don't think it's going to be the Empress's daughter. I feel like that, like, how the heck would Matt ever meet that person? Because... You,
0: babe, it's the Wheel of Time. They're going to run into each other.
1: No, but, like, why would Rand, the princess her... go sailing across the sea?
0: But, because she's going to be part of the return. They say that in the epilogue, that she'll land, and she it's like part of the prophecy of the return is that the daughter of the nine moon comes.
1: Hmm.
0: Right? Uh, but also, Matt's best friend is the king of, like, five countries. <laughs> he, like, running into, like, the leadership of the Sanjin isn't that unpredictable. No,
1: I just mean, like, the Sanchen I feel like the kind of people who, like, wouldn't put... Like, the royalty would never put themselves in any kind of potential danger, even. Like, they make everybody go to They'll still everything. go to a meeting. I just don't think the empress would lead people into battle. They'll
0: parlay. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't know.
0: Highlord Turvak Turak led people into battle. I don't know. Uh, Jakuna asks, "Is there a daughter of the four point five moons?" God damn, our mods are just trolls. <laughs> why, why do we do this to ourselves?
1: Uh, I, oh no, the daughter of the nine moons is actually the three fates, and they each have three moons, and that makes nine. Because they're like one peep, three people in one. <laughs> No, I'm telling you... That
0: sentence was way too much.
1: No, Matt is going to be really... That sentence
0: was way... That was too... That was too many. (laughs) That was confusing. Matt's
1: going to be super jealous that Rand gets three ladies, and he won't. So he's going to get his own three ladies that are actually one lady (laughs) who is the daughter of the Nine Moons.
0: What the fuck? Did you... Did you eat one of the edibles
1: downstairs? (laughs) No.
0: What the fuck did you just say? Um... (laughs) Uh, <laughs> all right.
1: I mean, you could have just said no. That would not be as fun, Takuna.
0: <laughs> no, I called you a troll because you're a goddamn troll. Um, Heshuveler uh, asks, how do you think the Tower and world at large will react to the news of the rapid growth and the amount of male channelers in the Black Tower?
1: People are going to be terrified.
0: They're going to assume that Rand is the 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 way that we remember. Like we haven't talked about this in books because you know we've spent too much time with Rand, but like they're in book one they all think of the dragon reborn as being the devil incarnate right Mm
1: -hmm. as being
0: the son of satan uh, the antichrist if you will that this is just going to throw fuel on the fire and the amount of black tower channelers is going to lead to more strength for pedronile Yep. and the white cloaks
1: yes it is unfortunately they're gonna be a huge problem and i that's not something that i i see a way to be easily like dealt with you know Mm -hmm.
0: So, um, uh, people are saying that this is an official prediction that you're that uh, Matt gets three ladies in one. Matt
1: gets three ladies in one. Let's go. I
0: don't know what the hell that means, but does she just have six titties, just like three sets? Yeah, in Robert Jordan's land, that's like the perfect woman.
1: That's the perfect woman. She's just all titties, all huge.
0: (laughs) Uh, Bowley asks uh, a question for Claris In rereading Listening to the Eye of the World, how much extra things like starts of plot arcs, foreshadowing other nuggets have you noticed and missed the first time? And how much do you think you have missed in the next five books awaiting discovery when you get up to them?
1: Um, there have definitely been a few things, mm-hmm. but I feel like uh, we said this before because we talk about it every week mm-hmm. and we stop and we think about it. I don't think there was that actually like a lot that we miss. I also and feel maybe like, I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> I feel like the beginning of Eye of the World* has the least reread potential
1: eye of the world
0: i feel like well especially once that, like you're still you go this just gotten to bear Lawn, right
1: no, no 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 uh where are you and eye of the world i'm in camelyn randa just met with
0: so you haven't gotten to the larger world yet i feel like no. the end of eye of the world will have more stuff yes and like once you get out of the first book there'll be a lot more yes
1: yes yeah. definitely
0: um, she asked what's the biggest plot twist so far? We already answered that, but I will say, um, I, I think I'm going to go back to, I think, I still think it's naive healing, stilling. That, that was the biggest, like, oh my god, wait, that's not, that's possible moment mm-hmm. for me. Is that, do you want to add anything there?
1: Uh, no, for me, it is definitely the Ashman showing up.
0: Uh, right. Uh, Pandoria asks, which Aes Sedai are for sure Black Aja at this point? Unfortunately, it's Varen. Yeah. I'm, like, almost 100% sure it's Varen.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, and it kills me. And Alana isn't, which is crazy. Because it feels like it should be Alana, but it's Varen.
1: I know. Like, Alana is still shit, but I also... hope
0: it's not. I hope I'm wrong. I want to be yeah. clear.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's Varen. Yeah. It is. Yeah. This is very sad.
0: Pandora also asks, which Aes Sedai do you suspect are Black Aja that have not been revealed? I don't... I don't know what that means.
1: Well, I mean, Varen, I guess, would be one of them.
0: Oh, I like, misread the question. I thought she meant by "Sedai who have not been revealed," and I was like, "But if the uh, but if they haven't been revealed in the books yet, how are we supposed to know that the Black eyes are not?"
1: Oh Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's kind of the same question twice. Um, yeah, no, I'm gonna go with Varen. Uh, uh, Breezy has a question for you, Cloris. Going back to Eye of the World, how did it feel to read listen to the Emmonsfield Five as they were at the beginning compared to them now?
1: It's so crazy, like Rand. Is such a different person that it's really easy to forget. It's really easy to forget that Rand and Matt like trounced across the w- the countryside for like weeks, like yeah, performing, yeah. performing together. Um, they were friends. They, yeah, they were friends at one point. Like, <laughs> like Whereas it's now they just, just always
0: seem to be like mad at each other.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Rand yeah. doesn't have like friends, right? He cares about people for sure, but he doesn't have. Friends, except really in Min, and it's really sad to see yeah. that. That is, I think the the hardest part is that it's just, yeah, it's just that Rand makes me sad um, mostly because I see where it started and where it went to, and 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 Matt is also very different. Obviously, we've talked yeah. about he had a bit of a reset his character, which is interesting. I still get it, and and it's tough as well because Matt has the dagger for so much of the book. Yeah, that. That is what influences him as well.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Guys, I'm telling you, it's weird.
0: (laughs) Uh, Breezy asks, how do you think Moraine would have reacted to Rand offering amnesty and starting a school for men who can channel? I think she would have recommended it.
1: I don't know if she would have recommended it, but I think she would have seen the necessity for it.
0: I don't know. I think she would have been on board.
1: Here's the thing. I think that if you had... Someone like Moraine overseeing the school, um, as well as Rand. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of experience with with the power, not obviously with Sidar or sorry, Sidine. Sy, yeah, so, us. Uh, I keep getting them backwards. Um, but like she she can at least be there to see what Tame is teaching, and Rand is like make them into weapons. But Moraine can take that, I think, to a level where. They're not just, like, brute force. There's actually, mm-hmm. like, finesse there and a sense of, like, culture in the Ashiman. Yeah. Um, and I think that Maureen actually would have been a really positive uh, influence for that school.
0: I agree. But I think she would have been on board.
1: Yes, yeah. I don't I don't think she would have suggested it, but I think she would have been like, I understand why.
0: Oh, sure, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colonel Sanders asks, now that you've seen Rand break through a shield and the info received from the girls, does Chanley make sense to you now? No
1: some i mean the the channeling
0: i'm it, i'm fine with it but like it doesn't it like i it, it's it's not a hard magic system it is a very soft magic system well
1: and it's one of those things where we saw specifically the shielding and the breaking of the shields which mm-hmm. i actually thought was great i would love more of how the weaves work and how they are destroyed like that was really cool the fact that it's when it's soft you can't do it when it's hard, you can, its things—it's a thing that you can actually literally break. Mm-hmm. Um, rad. I hope we get a little bit more of that kind of explanation from future Magic Weaves because I thought it was rad.
0: I understand it as much as I understand the magic in Harry Potter at mm-hmm. this point. Where I'm like, sure, that you can do that. Why not? Mm-hmm. I I understood it up until the healing of the stilling, and then at that point I was like, okay, so people are going to do things, and I'm going to be okay with that.
1: What? No, what do you mean? We've talked about the magic if forever. Been like, it doesn't really have, like, a structure to it, but...
0: I know, but before I was unhappy with that. Mm. But I've been I've been pretty consistently, like, explain it more. And then they explained it a bit more. And I heard the explanation and went, that doesn't really make any sense. But sure, I'm down. Okay, I
1: don't know. One
0: of the things about the power that does not make sense to me is the burnout idea. Because I don't have any concept for what anything costs. And so... The which like is... idea of when you burn out, I'm like, Shh, okay.
1: When you burn out, yeah, it is completely individual.
0: It is up to the narrative. Yeah. The magic is the magic is story driven, which I'm fine with because I like the story, and I wouldn't be fine with if I didn't like the story, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel about it. I, 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 it's it's really fun, and like the the magic is fun to use. I like the way the characters use it, but like, I don't understand when people are linking and when they aren't. Like, is the six of them holding him a link or is it not a link? Wouldn't it be better if it was a link rather than six individual things? But if it was a link, wouldn't there all of the points always be soft? Why would there be six points if it was a link? Like, there's a lot of questions that I have that I'm also kind of like, it's never going to get explained. Don't worry about it. Move on.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that for the Aes Sedai as well, a lot of it, they don't know either, right? They say they don't know why they have to have six. But that's just yeah, yeah. always what's been done, and so they do it. And they don't know why they can't tie off the weaves. They have no idea, but that's just how people have done it and what they've been told.
0: What do you mean they can't tie off the weaves? That's them going hard.
1: Yes, but they've been told not to. Right? Yeah, that's because why once they're they hard, them. they
0: can pop them up. But open. they don't know that. Right, 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 right. Is right, what yeah, I'm
1: yeah. saying. Like, they just, they've been told this nebulous, this is how you have to do it, and they don't know why. Like, they're just following instructions,
0: mm-hmm. right? Um... Okay. Uh skeptical Mario asks, "We don't know what a Golem is, but what do you think it is?" I think it is Robert Patrick from Terminator 2. Uh, cuz he can like get under the door. So I think that it is just Robert Patrick from Terminator 2. It is a T-1000.
1: It's um actually a, a Golem is actually a cat because cats can like flatten themselves and fit in the tiniest weirdest spaces and you're like, "How? You have bones, don't you?" But they managed to do it anyways. Have you ever seen a cat just wiggle itself under a door? No. It's crazy.
0: They have skulls, though. Like, there would be a minimum size. (laughs) I'm not wrong. No, I'm
1: just saying that, like, cats are fucking weird like that. They can fit in, like, absurdly tiny cracks. And you're like, that doesn't seem possible. How did you do this?
0: So it is either a T-1000 or it's a cat.
1: Yeah, Cool.
0: one of the two uh Katzerita says how much time has passed since they left Emmon's field how much time passed in the Lord of Chaos how much time do you think the rest of the books will cover people keep asking us that question i I don't know
1: it's really hard to tell at this point
0: because like i I don't know I don't know that's my answer I don't know a decade it this book could have been five years long it could have been 25 minutes there's no weather so there's no like seasons anymore so I don't know I think it's like five months in this book i think it's like five months but i don't know
1: no 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 no, no, because it's supposed to be because we get to christmas
0: to to christmas when what do you mean we get to christmas
1: lights the festival of lights whatever that is that's supposed to be christmas
0: oh no it's it's new years
1: it's new years
0: yeah it's the two days that mark the beginning of the new year but we don't know if that's at the same time in their calendar as it is in ours
1: yeah, but it is supposed to be Because their
0: new year could be the beginning of winter, or their new year could be the middle of winter. Like, their new year could be, like, the end of February. I
1: think five months is probably...
0: I think, like, five months, probably.
1: to accurate. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say the books are going to be a decade long. That's my guess. I really don't know. Um, Ooh, well, thank Wild you would. for joining
0: the NARGs, Wildwood. Welcome Appreciate that. Welcome
1: to the that. nerd table.
0: Um, how much time is left? I think, like, I'm going to go three years
1: left three. Oh wow okay
0: well we've gotten about two and a half years so far so
1: you think it's gonna be like about so I think a five like three year?
0: years yeah Yeah, i'm
1: gonna say it's gonna be a decade totally. from all right book one to the last so you think
0: book. time picks up after this book yeah time would have to pick up a lot to get to 10 years right we'd have to have the the, the second half of the series would have to cover three times as much time as the first six books
1: Right, and they can travel now, though, so that's... Yeah, the traveling is going to
0: speed things up a lot. Like, honestly, the next book could be a week, and it's just Rand and some male fighting.
1: Yeah, it's probably going to be more like five or six years from book one to last book. I think you're right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think you're right.
0: L Gage asks, if you could pick two characters and one thing they should communicate properly about, what would it be? Min and Rand, because those two need to just, like, get to it.
1: (sighs) You just need to get it. They Um, should get to it. Honestly, for, like, the good of the realm, I would say Rand and Egwene.
0: Or Rand and Gawain. I feel like Rand and Gawain communicating well would benefit everyone.
1: Yeah, but I think that that like Rand that Randon and Gawain it would be like a a, a benefit of Rand and Egwene also communicating. No, no, no. I've got it. What
0: Morgase and Rand? Because if Rand knows that Morgase is alive, so many problems are solved. Yeah. Morgase and Rand. That's that's my final answer. Right,
1: because Morgase is gonna show be like, "Bitch, I'm trying to steal my throne back," and he's gonna be like, "Oh yes." Please. Oh, you're alive! Oh, oh thank but, God! Yeah, go for it. I was it. gonna
0: give it your daughter, but here, sit but down. But here,
1: it's no, it's yours. You I, work
0: for me, but like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would like to work together. Uh, obviously, I'm Dragon no, Reborn. No no, so. no, 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 no,
0: You work for me. No, no,
1: it's Morghese.
0: Yeah, you work for me, Rand. If Rand has all the Isandie bending the knee,
1: I know I'm teasing.
0: I, that might be the problem. I think Morghese might end up getting back, and then Rand is like, "Yeah, but you kneel before me," and she's like, "Nah, I don't." And he's like, "No, you don't understand. I have magic powers. You I kneel have before magic me." Magic
1: powers.
0: Uh, Loki asks, uh, "How do you think Perrin's superhuman nose affects the way you perceive the people around him?" I, I really want to know what these emotions smell like. Yeah, me too. I have a weird. I I, I really want to know. Uh-huh. Can you show me? I want to know what Perrin's nose smells like. What?
1: What his nose smells like? Yeah,
0: I want to smell Perrin's nose.
1: Okay, that's fair. Um, I don't think Fayel's jealousy would be less annoying. It still pisses me off whether or not, like, Perrin is commenting on it often.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah I agree with that. Yeah. Fail's behavior still bugs me no matter what.
1: She's
0: something. Uh, She's something. It versus Ego asks What is each Eminfield Five's theme song? This is a tough one.
1: That is tough. Who would be like...
0: Rand the... is... I could be your
1: hero, baby. Oh, my God.
0: Because it, it would be a song about being a hero, but it would also be like a whiny, like, broody, like, uh, teenager e- teenage boy song. E-
1: your breath away. away.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's Rand.
1: Okay, okay. Um, a little bit of wine. I like that. Um, Matt is...
0: <laughs> I have a term one for Matt.
1: Matt is Lucky by Britney Spears.
0: I was going to say it's um the Nickelback song.
1: Which one? This is how
0: you remind me hey, of boy. what I really yeah. am. Not like no. you to say sorry. I was waiting on a different story.
1: These five words in my head. Scream, are we having fun? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that okay. is okay. Matt's theme song. That's Matt's theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perrin is uh who let the dogs out. <laughs> obviously that is very easy <laughs> right
0: oh my god that is so funny yeah that I, is so funny that is
1: obviously that um so we've um, got
0: Nynaeve
1: Nynaeve is um that's tough
0: oh that is tough <laughs> Nynaeve is the hardest one
1: Okay, okay, okay. Um, should we do Egwene first?
0: Dakuna says, wait, Nerdy is Nickelback. Uh, I, we're from we're the from same hometown this, as Nickelback. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. My um, favorite
1: meme for a while was, look at this graph. And I, I don't know look why. Look
0: at but... this photograph. I've been to almost every place in that music video.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, including like the random school. I'm like, oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I went to that school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and
1: forth. Um,
0: Ooh, Fix You by Coldplay for Nynaeve. I like that. I
1: will try.
0: Bad Moon Rising you. for Perrin is a good one.
1: Um, Sean, I
0: feel a bad Moon Rising. Sean,
1: welcome to the nerd table. Sean, welcome to the nerd table. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Ooh.
1: Eguane is. um.
0: <laughs> Matt's theme is Resurrection by Erection. Resurrection. By by I need to listen. What to that. I don't is know that.
1: that. Oh my god. Um, James,
0: uh, I I hear the whole "not for a hero," but I feel like Ni- Nynaeve isn't holding out for a hero. She she's like, no, 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 I got it.
1: Yeah, she's like trying to like. She's like, I'm a coward, but I'm gonna do shit anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: Like- I I feel like Elaine's is um, if I were a rich girl by Gwen Stefani. Wow, that like seems like her vibe. Her vibe. Yeah,
1: if, if I Stefani- were a rich girl-
0: no 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 no. Cuz she's got that like
1: I've all the money in the world. If I were
0: wealthy girl. Yeah cuz Gwen Stefani was super fucking rich when she wrote that song. And that is the Elaine's vibe. She's like Oh my gosh. If I were a rich girl and they're like you're like the queen and she's like yeah but I'm not like that rich. You're like yes you are. This doesn't make any sense. No, yes you are. All right, we have to move on. we do
1: we need one for Gwen. We need for Gwen. Gwen, Gwen,
0: one at least.
1: Um something about um I don't know, being queen. She's not queen, but she's the Amherlin.
0: Uh Are there any songs about imposter syndrome?
1: <gasps> or like something like, um, I feel like Egwene, book one, before they no, leave, no, no, no. is no, Tangled, is. <laughs> When Will My Life Begin.
0: <laughs> that, yes, When Will My Life Begin very funny. But Egwene gets raised to the Amaralyn seat, uh-huh. and <laughs> it's Shania Twain's man, I feel like a woman. No, that With is, and Elaine. No, and she's no. like, I raised these three to be eyes to die. And she goes from being like a girl to a woman no, overnight.
1: No, that is um, that is Belfamel's theme song. Halima's <laughs> Alema, like, yes. man,
0: I feel like a woman. Yeah, that is
1: that is. I'm Belle going
0: song. out tonight. I'm feeling all right gonna let it all hang out it's yeah. it's funny too because she like is like in this female body and she's like slutting it up with all the men yeah, 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 yeah. oh my god that uh-huh. is so funny yes yes Nailed yes yes, yes. halima is uh oh god is, that's so uh, funny
1: man i feel like a woman absolutely that is brilliant yeah all
0: uh right. so now we're moving on <laughs> let's start to ask demanded asked have i done well in the epilogue what do you think he's referring to what was he up to in this book um
1: he was sowing chaos
0: he was allowing the lord of chaos to rule yeah, but He was doing nothing because that's what he was asked to do. Yeah,
1: he was probably doing nothing or doing like a little like nudging here and there to like create chaos, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like obviously like the um, the one I said I being stabbed by the uh, Shido, that created chaos, yeah. um, right? More People thinking Morghese is dead. Like he's probably at the root of so many of these rumors.
0: Oh, maybe or he's just out least, there sowing rumors. I like that. Yeah,
1: or like perpetuating them for sure. Mm -hmm.
0: Emeril asks, will Min be the next to sleep with Rand and how will Elaine react if so? Yes. Elaine's
1: going to be the last.
0: Elaine will be concerned that Avienda is going to kill Min. Elaine's first thought will be like, oh no, I have to keep Avienda away. She
1: has to, yeah, 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 yeah. She has Uh, to save Min. That is very funny. I think so. Mm -hmm. I would love that, actually.
0: Uh, dash asks, which character would you most like to share a drink with in real life? Lan... Oh, I thought
1: you were going to say Lanfear. No. No. Lan
0: Lan is the kind of guy, much like my friend who I had a drink with the other night, Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, whose name I won't say because it's name-droppy, which I guess is name-droppy for me to say. Yeah, you just... (laughs) I had had a drink with a person I never thought I would ever get to have a drink with. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he is an intelligent, creative writer person Mm -hmm. who also is, like, not super, like like loud and boisterous like he's not like me he's like calm and like very chill older and smart and delivers wisdom Mm -hmm. and like that's what i want to i want to share like a really really expensive scotch from malkyr you know the last bottle of malkyr 20 or whatever uh with lan and have just like a nice conversation by the fire
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no that's fair i i I want to like be gal and just like take out bane and chied you know does that count?
0: Every time I'm like, we have a really solid marriage. I'm reminded, my wife would leave me for a hot lady.
1: I would at never. Any time. I would never.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Sorry, not.
0: my wife would leave me for two hot ladies.
1: Two is hard because, like, if two, like, come on, it's two. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um. Um, oh, my God. All
0: right. All right. All right. Let's do this. Uh, Donavik asked if you could add a skin to add to Fortnite from Wheel of Time, which character would you choose? I would choose Matt. Narg narg i would want to be narg in Wheel, Narg, in Fortnite.
1: yes
0: you know what i mean because like a person and just a, any like person is just a person but like a narg can you yes. imagine a narg
1: i was gonna skin? say that would be awesome i was gonna say loyal just because it would also be great right, right
0: yeah yeah also yeah, great yeah. Yeah. any anything that's like a little bit different i think i would really love right people
1: are trying to guess who you had a drink with i think
0: Oh, are they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never you're literally never going to guess. Yeah. Cuz it's not th- it's he's not like the most famous person on the planet.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> but he's like famous within like a certain group. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Like yeah, I knew okay. who he was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But like he's not it's not like someone that's like going to be like the marquee name of on something. No, it's not like yeah, Brad
1: yeah. Pitt where everyone's like that's a name that I recognize, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um um if I had if I had
1: I would actually If would, I had
0: a drink with Kevin Smith, I would tell everybody because he would say it on his 18 podcast. He would tell the same story on each podcast and I would listen to like it. Dude, this fucking 18 nerdy
1: times. guy is so weird. Um I want to I got costed by my bed. I want to not be Should skin. I tell
0: my Kevin Smith story? Do you guys want to hear my Kevin Smith story?
1: Uh the delay. You're going to have to decide whether or not you want to tell it with No, no, they
0: no, they can tell me in a second.
1: Mhm. All right. Oops. Uh, another question then.
0: Um. So uh, let me know if you want to hear my Kevin Smith story, and I'm going to do this. Uh, uh, what is the next one?
1: Uh, if you could join one of the Emmons Field Five on their journey, which would it be and why?
0: Hmm. <laughs> Definitely not Rand. <laughs> Who would, I'm sorry. Whose journey would I join? Rand has no you friends. You end up on Rand's journey no matter what, though.
1: Yes, Rand is always going to be part of it. But here's the thing. Rand, like... I would want to be with somebody that I could be like friends with. Like my first choice is Min, but she's not one of the Emmonsfield five. Um, I would have to say probably Oh man. The most fun I think would be Matt.
0: I would join Perrin. Yeah. Yeah, because I could just hang out with Loyal and read books. That sounds nice.
1: Just 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 read a little bit. I would
0: ignore Perrin though. I'd just hang out with Loyal. But then
1: you have to be with Fael.
0: I know, but I I I like Fail. Even when she's a pain in the ass. You know I, what okay, I mean? Okay,
1: well, I don't. So I'm going to pick Max.
0: Here's the thing. If I was there, I could help them. I would be like couples counseling Fahil and Perrin. I would be... Because I would be like the bisexual friend mm-hmm. who like sidles up to Fahil and is like, girl, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> no, seriously. No, no, no. I'd be like, girl, no.
1: Get your shit together.
0: Tell me... You got a good man. Tell me what the fuck you're doing here. Yeah. Because I will go smack Berlain upside the head... I will help you out here, but you need to tell me what the strategy is because this, what this is, not working, not working for yeah. me, yeah,
1: yeah. and
0: I, I would, I would, I would do that. Okay, so quickly, my Kevin says sorry. I was doing um, Shrek in Colorado, and I was playing Shrek, and so I had the star dressing room. And one day on our off day, Kevin Smith and um, uh, 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 why can't why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Jay. Jason Mewes. Kevin Smith and Jason (laughs) Mewes were doing Jane Silent Bob Get Old Mm -hmm. in our theater on the Monday. And then Kevin Smith was doing an evening with Kevin Smith afterwards. And so because uh, me and the guy who was playing Donkey, um, Danny, who's just a literally phenomenal human actor, everything. Mm -hmm. Such a wonderful person. I love him so much. Uh, We went and saw the show because, you know, it's Kevin Smith. Like we get free tickets because we were in the theater. It was great. So Kevin Smith used my dressing room because I had the star dressing room. And we saw the show. It was great. We didn't get to meet him because apparently he got too high, which whatever. The show was so good. It was, I love him. I love his movies. It was such a joy to see him live. Mm -hmm. So the next day I show up to the theater and I go into my dressing room and there's like trimmings of beard hair all over like my like station in my dressing room. And I'm looking at it and I go up to like the owner of the theater and I was like, what happened last night? Like someone like trimmed their beard in my dressing room. And he was like, that's weird. The only person in your dressing room last night was Kevin Smith. And so I tweeted at Kevin Smith and I was like, hey, Kevin, it's Shrek. I think that you trimmed your beard in my dressing room and you didn't clean up after yourself. And he liked the tweet.
1: He just liked it. He's yeah. like, eh. So
0: right. I, I had to clean up Kevin Smith's beard hair.
1: Wow. That's Did you my, sell that's it my on story. eBay?
0: No, I, no.
1: <laughs> no. No, I know. Somebody would have bought it though. Yeah. 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 What a guy.
0: But yeah, that's my Kevin Smith story. <laughs> Uh, Faisocan asked, do you think the book would have worked better structurally if Robert Jordan would have put everything after Egwene was raised Amarylline from Matt arriving to the journey to Ebudar to the next book to give that storyline more of a climactic feeling? Yes. Yes, I do. A hundred percent. I feel like the book should have ended with Egwene becoming Amarylline's seat and raising Nynaeve and Elaine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think it just would have, <laughs> I just
0: think it would have structurally worked better for yeah. me. hmm Um, did you keep it? No, I threw it in the garbage. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I don't,
1: <laughs> A tiny crochet I grabbed see. a paper
0: towel and I pushed it into the garbage. It, w- it took me two seconds to clean up. Like I didn't really give a shit. I wasn't mad. Like whatever.
1: No, it was just funny. And
0: it, it, it was that they were like, he was too high to like meet people the night before that I was like, oh, he, he probably was just so stoned that he like didn't realize. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I'm not mad at him. It's a funny story to me. I don't care. Like, whatever.
1: You're like, now I get to tell the story. I
0: still, like, he was in uh, Toronto with his movie Clerk. I went and saw it. I'm not, like, mad at Kevin Smith, you guys. I love his movies. I'm very excited for Clerks 3. There's no bad blood there.
1: Right, over the beard. He trees.
0: does not remember it anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, I'm sure. Um, um, well, if he was too high to clean up his beard hair, I doubt he was high enough to remember liking my tweet about it. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but if I can, I do think that it would have worked better to end with Egwene being raised, just for the narrative of that book but whatever
1: yeah the one thing that's tough about that though is we talked about how like the first half of uh, a lot of the girls like storylines is like kind of uh, not great mm-hmm. uh, especially the last two books and so I don't know like I don't know would you have like filled out more of their stuff with something or would you just have had their stuff only in the last part of the book and you could
0: have cut 200 pages out of load <laughs> of yeah. That book was so fucking long. Yeah, probably. You yeah. could have cut... Are you Like, you could have just cut so much of the Lord of Chaos. Yeah. No, okay,
1: you're
0: right. You know what I mean? Granted, it would have had to move into other books, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Toot Towns says, uh, Dumais Wells was a victory for Rand, but was it really a victory for the Light against the Shadow? None of the factions involved at Dumais Wells were openly on the side of Shadow. Okay. Uh, the forces of Light are now more fractured than ever. Rand and his factions are now clearly at odds with both the White Tower and Saladar. Demandred and the Dark One seem pleaded with the outcome. Yeah. Let the Lord of Chaos rule. Okay, yeah, you're, no, it is a win for the light against the shadow because at the beginning of the chapter, Galena, who is a dark friend, had Rand in a box. Yes, maybe not openly a dark friend.
1: Oh, like Rand breaking out of the box and being free is definitely a win. Dumais
0: Wells is a win because at the beginning of the chapter, Mm -hmm. the leader of the dark friends in the White Tower, who isn't Semmerhage, has Rand in a box and is torturing him, and at the end she doesn't. That that that's that is a win for the light against the shadow because in the other situation
1: <laughs> In the other situation Rand goes to the Elaida and is captured forever and, and is, how do you get him out of the tower And
0: is No and no and then the 13th, they do the they do the control spell right. and then Galena the dark friend has Rand under a control spell forever and controls that's, his brain Yes like there is and, and Semerhaj is there who could have tortured Rand forever with her forsaken magic it is a win for the light against the shadow because Rand is in a box being tortured, and then he isn't. Yeah. Okay. I, it would be like is 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 the is the cemetery with Cedric Diggory really a victory because Cedric Diggory dies? And I'm like, yes, but there's a point where Harry Potter is bound to a coffin or to a, a headstone, and then at the end of the chapter, he's back with his friends.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people died, and no, it's. Not like the forces of good are uh you know um are, are all fine and dandy but it, yeah. yes Rand not being under the control of Eleda is is a good thing definitely a good thing.
0: whether or not Galena is publicly a dark friend we know that she's a dark friend
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: uh Dragon snacks asks is the voice of Lucerne in Rand's head real or is it madness this is the last question So we did it in under two and a half hours
1: Crush let's go it. let's go it's real. Is the uh... the voice of
0: Lucerne Telamon? I am oh. more convinced than ever that Luce Theron Telamon is going to be a physical character at some point in the series.
1: Do you think he comes back with the horn? Matt comes and blows the horn, and it just like pulls Luce Theron out of Rand, and that's how the taint is healed.
0: That was so cool. What? That that would be that would be rad if the horn of if Matt blowing the horn of Valir tears Rand into two people. That would be so, that, oh, I would love it. I mean, that
1: would be horrifying, but, like, yeah, because, like, Luce Theron is, is... Oh,
0: I would love that so much.
1: Like, I a, a, I don't want to say, like, a hero, but, like, because, you know, he fucked up, but, like, he is a, a person that I feel like is bound to the wheel. hmm Right? Um, Yeah throw that prediction in the in the prediction box that,
0: that would be the coolest way to do it
1: yeah if but the they don't horn know
0: draws Lucerne and Telmon out of Rand into the real world because it needs a hero and then and then holding out for a hero plays and it's like Ding. where have all the good men gone and where are all the gods and Lucerne and Telmon is just bouncing around the battlefield smacking some mail on Elena. A... <laughs> I'm so sorry Elena here's the thing though i think that if this were to ever get out of rand and be his own person he would do what uh moiraine was worried lan would do and he would go fight until he died
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. like he moiraine
0: would... was so worried that Lan would just go into the blight till he was dead
1: he would throw himself into every he would yeah. literally walk through the front door of the white tower to murder galena mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. know like yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah a thousand percent
0: um, it would be rad. I think mm-hmm. that he would team up with Loghain, and they would go on a murderous rampage through the White Town.
1: No, the first thing he does... No, if this happens, mm-hmm. the first thing he does is kill Mazrum Tame. And Rand has to deal with the consequences of that.
0: Oh, so it's a three-way between Mazrum Tame, Luz and Rand?
1: R- and maybe Loghain is there. I and maybe know. Loghain is a
0: four-way! <laughs>
1: oh see my here's goodness. the thing that would
0: be an interesting way i think that if Luce there and kills Mazrum tame mm-hmm. and that's how loghain becomes leader of the black tower because i think that loghain will lead the black tower at some point yeah i think that that is the glory that min is seeing
1: mm-hmm. interesting yeah well because like um uh uh i i think that like the people like brigitte who are turned out by the wheel and are connected to it in this way like are of sound mind and body for the most part, but like Luce Theron is is tainted and maybe like would have potentially been like turned out again by the wheel and kind of mm-hmm. was in Rand in a certain way, but because that taint, the like borders of that like the the lines between that like because Brigitte's like I never remember anything about my previous mm-hmm. lives right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so because of the taint, those lines are gray and blurry, and that's why we're getting this weird fusion of Rand and Luz.
0: I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that a lot. It's good. Th- that's some good thing. And that's why I married this lady, because she's super smart and interesting. Uh, Clarice, before we get to the end uh-huh. of the podcast, we got to rank the book so far. Oh. Because we literally named the, because the first title, uh, Edging Budar, uh, was flagged for monetization. Yes. Uh, so I named this video, ranking the first six books, rank them. It's easy for me, because it's the same ranking, just with this one slotted in.
1: I We did this last week, though. Did we? Yeah, because mine my favorite is four. Oh no, wait, no, we said our favorites. Mine
0: is mine is four six,
1: which you changed from last week.
0: Yeah, because I two. thought about it. I thought about it for a minute, and I still think four is the best book.
1: Yeah, four just six. just
0: because the Ebudar stuff not really ending anywhere just kind of is like not as good as the ending of four with everything happening at once, everything we learn about those characters. It's it's really solid stuff. Mm. I go four six. Yeah, uh, and then. Three one two five. No, five two four six three one five two.
1: Ah, uh, that's tough. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, five six for sure. Sorry, four and six definitely four six. ah uh, i don't know i don't know this is i love really watching hard. you panic i don't like it um, yeah, this is
0: why we did clarice makes up the news for so long
1: the same one as him
0: uh four six so it's four six,
1: six three, three one, one five five two. two yeah which is tough i actually don't know uh, mm, i don't know though because there's great stuff in five it, guys here's the thing the problem is they're all good there's just there's stuff in oh, five. Oh, it's, it's that ranking
0: like... all I there and I don't dislike a single book. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's
0: things I dislike in two and there's things I dislike in five.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Like as much as I love all the, I think the Rand stuff is some of the best in book five, but I mm-hmm. think the Nynaeva Lane stuff in book five just isn't my favorite.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, for sure.
0: And for so sure, that yeah. the balance of five five is low because I love half of the book uh thousand percent, and there's some stuff in it that just isn't my favorite.
1: The problem is, as well, like, I'm going to have to go back and figure out which ha- what things happen in which book, because it's all blurring together in my brain right now. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh... Um,
0: there's some chat uh, about how there were some questions in the Discord that didn't get asked today. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, our mods determine what is spoilery in those questions. Yep. So before we go into the questions tab, uh, they go through with a fine-toothed comb. Yeah. Uh, and they comb the desert, they... as they say in, uh our uh... one of our favorite movies, Spaceballs.
1: It's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, for our next book, uh, we will do the same thing again for our full book recap yeah. where you can drop uh, questions in that channel. And um, that won't
0: open until a few weeks.
1: That'll out. be weeks away. So yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. and uh, apparently, according to Monkey, a lot of questions get uh, deleted as duplicates as well. Right. So
1: yes. As- be the
0: first to ask the question and then uh, we might answer. It.
1: Yeah. 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 If, if someone else did ask it, then there is that like, we we just don't want to say the same thing six times.
0: So, Obviously, yeah. uh, I think anyone who's listened to a podcast before can tell we're getting to the end of the podcast. So now's a good time to mention that this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Mm-hmm. Audible is where dead trees go to protest the fact that they were cut down and turned into books by telling you to use electricity which also harms a different part of the environment to listen to books audible
1: okay wow that I didn't like any of that uh, audible
0: is a great service uh, where you can download I, I think there's like 180 thousand different books on there or only? like over 180 thousand books on audible only what? Uh, An audiobook is like 40 hours. How are you going to get through 180,000 books?
1: Unless it's a a novelette, then it's not 40 hours.
0: What's a novelette?
1: It's like a small novel. Do
0: you mean a novella?
1: Maybe. (laughs) No, you just add et on the end and it makes it smaller.
0: (laughs) Unless it's a novelette. Go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly to get your free novelette. What's your favorite novelette, Clarus? What novelette should they go download? I've
1: never read one, so...
0: You've never read a novelette?
1: Well, apparently they don't exist. (laughs) Uh,
0: If you want a good novella, I I think some people consider Carrie by Stephen King to be a novella uh, because it is a shorter book, but it is excellent. uh, And uh, it's quite worth it. And I've heard there's a pretty good audiobook of it. So go listen to that at audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly. Go over to our fourth wall store to buy a beanie because you gotta be a siswaya mommy.
1: Siswaya mommy. Winter
0: is coming, and it is time for you to be a Siswaya mommy with the beanie of the dragon from mm-hmm. our fourth wall store. Uh, it is time for the big segment at the end of each book. It's harder at the end of a book than it is week to week. What is your high and your low? This of is what we did at my
1: whole book.
0: dinner table as a kid. So that the family would stay close. We'd celebrate our highs, we'd commiserate over our lows. We go her high, my low, her low, my high, so that we can compliment Sandwich. This bish. Uh What's your high of the book?
1: My high is the high that I did. Uh, both my high and my low are actually from the last section of this book, which oh, is okay. fun. Uh, my high is still that moment with Sulin. When she comes back. hmm When she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this shit.
0: Get my cat and sore. Yeah,
1: and she, she like, starts, like, yelling at people with her hands. Yeah, uh, It's great. I love it.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with my low for the entire novel. Mm-hmm. The whole book? Yeah. The whole book? The
1: whole dang thing. Um,
0: The the sequence with the Aes Sedai uh, after Egwene uh, becomes the Emerlin, where they're all being convinced of things, but Robert Jordan didn't set up what their opinions were first, so I just didn't really understand what they were being convinced away from. Okay. And I was like, it uh, manipulation is interesting when I understand, like, what the A and the C is, and, like, the, then the B becomes really interesting. Mm-hmm. But because Robert Jordan started at B to get to C... I just didn't know what A was, and so it just wasn't my favorite way to show how good at manipulating Swan was, because yeah. I just didn't know what anyone's perspective was prior to the manipulation.
1: Yeah, and Milo is the parent fail stuff. I knew it would be. Yeah, you knew. I fuck, I couldn't fucking stand it.
0: My high is, uh, I think it's going to surprise people, because when I really look back, when I think about this book, what was the moment that like shook me the most?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it was Swan's Breakdown. It was, it, it was just the moment in the book that uh, emotionally meant the most to me. Yeah. And uh, it came out of Nynaeve learning how to heal Stilling, which shocked me and was a big moment. Yeah. Uh, and it led to this emotional moment with uh, Sawan taking in the loss of her warder for the first time, really. Uh, that just emotionally, as much as I love all the big moments and the fights and it's all really cool... The fact that the book made me cry as hard as I did, and the fact that it was able to like dredge up this real world feeling out of me, Mm -hmm. that made it my high.
1: Yeah, no, that's valid. Um, Apparently, a novelette is a thing. It's been defined in the chat by Roger. Thank you.
0: Well, now I feel like an asshole.
1: Honestly, now I just, I feel dumb because I I made up the word and then was like, that doesn't exist. (laughs) Uh, Uh, You have to divorce me now i legally
0: yeah because i'm a dick
1: it's like required yeah i'm like all right this that's the line guys we we found the line
0: <laughs> he looked at me funny when i said novelette that's it we're that's done That's it.
1: i can't do it anymore
0: i didn't think it was a word because you said it with so little confidence i did yeah, 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 yeah. that
1: was totally my fault
0: all right where would you add sex scenes into the book Oh, follow us on the internet. I'm at Nerdy Nightly.
1: I'm at ClaricePolaris. Subscribe
0: to the channel. We're about to pass 16,000 subscribers. So to all you mad lads who joined us in the last month, thank you so much. We thank really you. appreciate it. Uh, and
1: if you don't like um, sex, this is where you leave. Yes. If, if you're not a fan if you of don't sex. Or like,
0: if you don't like other people's sex. If you can be like pro-personal sex. Right. If you don't like public displays of talking of sex.
1: <laughs> public displays of talking of sex.
0: Then leave now.
1: Then, uh, yes. For time now. for
0: the Smut Corner.
1: Guys, everyone's favorite time.
0: The segment that Audible doesn't know about yet, because if they did, they would probably stop sponsoring the podcast.
1: Nah, nah. I need Elaine and Min to just like get a little practicing.
0: No, I need Elaine. I need, I need Elaine to bring Min into the bedroom with Avienda so that Avienda and Min can become near sisters.
1: Yeah, okay. Like all three of them is even better. No,
0: but Elaine needs to bridge it so that she's like, all right. Ladies, I'm your mm-hmm. sisters to both of you. You need to become near sisters to each other.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I want bow,
0: that. They are bow, my bow,
1: favorite. <gasps> Brother Tarvin's gap too. Thank, Thank
0: you for you the super, super chat. chat. Uh, happy belated birthday and welcome to book seven, the prelude to the slog. That said, I also love the slog. <laughs> I'm I'm here's a prediction for you. I throw in a last minute prediction. Prediction. We won't feel a slog because the joy of getting to talk about these books with you every week will get us through whatever happens in them. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I I don't think we're going to feel it the same way that other people have.
0: Um, oh, I said that I would tell you guys the split. Monkey sent it to me. Here's, here's the split for the next section. Week one, prologue to chapter eight. Week two, chapter nine to chapter 18. Mm -hmm. Week three, chapter 19 to chapter 31. And week four, Chapter 32 to the end. There's only four splits this book, guys. Yeah. Remember that. Uh, and uh, let's let's check out what the beginning of the next book is.
1: Should we read the first? The wheel of time turns and there's no beginnings and there's no ends.
0: Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start by, we're going to look at how long the prologue of the next book is.
1: Oh my God, 100 pages at least. The
0: prologue of A Crown of Swords is 48 pages.
1: Okay, not bad. Not bad. Bad.
0: it's it's it is much less than the last prologue
1: yeah uh-huh
0: <clears throat> the wheel of time turns and ages come and pass leaving memories that become legend. Legend fades to myth and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave it birth comes again in one age called the third age by some an age yet to come an age long past, a wind rose in the great forest called Brame Wood. The wind was not the beginning there are neither beginnings nor endings to the turning of the wheel of time but it was a beginning
1: the fuck is this wood? The brain would. I don't think we know it.
0: I think that's where Dumas Wells is. Maybe.
1: I oh, don't know. okay. And who do we get at the beginning of the prologue?
0: Um.
1: <clears throat> Lightning and the thunder. What? What? You- I'm
0: gonna read the beginning of the prologue, guys. Let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> From the tall arched window, close onto eighty spans above the ground, not far below the top of the white tower.
1: Esmodian.
0: Aleda, could see for miles beyond Tarvalon to the rolling plains and forests that bordered the broad river Erinin running down from north and west before it divided around the white walls of the great island city. It's dividing around North Harbor, um, also known (laughs) as the Clitoris. If you don't know where that is, you're probably a straight man. Find that. Um, We start with Uh, Aleda.
1: Cool. That's, that's gonna be fun. Spicy, okay. Add a
0: sex scene. Come on.
1: I did. I want the lady loving.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true.
1: Um, I also really think that like um, 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 um.
0: Oh my god. I lost it. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I just thought of the worst, but I want it.
1: The worst.
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? You have. Chat. I'm talking to you. Uh, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, there's a scene where the two couples, Mila Kunis and Jason Siegel and uh, Kristen Bell and Russell Brand, have like an orgasm off. I want that, but it is Fayil versus her mother in Camelin. No! They're trying to outdo each other with their husbands. In the
1: other room. Yeah,
0: yeah. They can, like, hear each other through the wall. And they're trying to, like, outnoise each other while they're having sex. And both Davram and Perrin are on their backs just looking up at their wives going, What are you doing? Why are we doing this?
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Ultimate
0: smut corner. That's what I want.
1: I hate it. You're the worst.
0: That's what I want. (laughs) I want the orgasm off, Rafe.
1: The... Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: keep it in the family uh sorry i'm thinking incest stuff because house of the dragon is up which means you can go over to our house of the dragon reaction episode two is live uh and uh it's doing really well so um what? thank you to everyone who watched that already i'm gonna drop the link to that in the chat And then we're going to get out of here because it is 8 billion degrees in this room right now.
1: Yes. And I am
0: uncomfortable.
1: It is very toasty. But thank you guys for joining us. I'm sorry that today was a mess because we started late because internet, all that fun stuff. But please go uh, click that video, give it a like, let it run in the background, comment for the algorithm gods. You know how to sacrifice properly. Um, And uh,
0: as always, do something nerdy tonight. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to